You guys know I love Gooder sunglasses. I've been wearing them for years. Uh, I've, I've been collecting them basically at this point because, you know, they got all these different styles and they're so affordable. They're 25 bucks a pair. They're, there's no slip, no bounce. They're all polarized. They're, they're fun. You, you know, you have one pair for the beach. You have one pair for riding your bike. You have one pair to maybe go out to a, you know, a, a club. I don't know, a day club. Do you go to day clubs? That doesn't sound like a right thing to do. Uh, hey, they got a new frame, though. This is what I'm here to talk about. The Pop G. Pop art for your face. It's it's fashion. It's fashion on your face, guys. No slip, no bounce, just like all the other types of pairs. But uh, these are cool. Like, I want to I get a pair myself. Like, I, I have too many already, but I, I feel like I need to get these also. Vanguard Visionary, New Wave Renegade, Born to be Envied, Pop Art Prodigy, the mod one out. It sounds like the Pop G is a whole group of styles, so you can get all these different frames within the Pop G family. So that's pretty cool. Check those out, guys. Uh, and, you know, if you need sunglasses, this is the way to go. You don't have to worry about losing them. They're, they're 25 bucks, and, uh, you know, you, you just grab another pair if you need them. But uh, like I said, I've been collecting them because uh, I can't get enough of these Gooder sunglasses. If you want to support our show and try a pair, Gooder is giving Never Not Funny listeners free shipping. You can go to Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Again, that's Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Hey, guys. Jimmy Pardo here to talk to you about PXG. Now, listen, I wore this shirt uh, at a, a golf outing recently. and it, the, the way I described it is that uh, I felt like I wasn't wearing a shirt. That's how comfortable this thing was. PXG makes great golf clubs. We all know that. But what they also do is make great apparel. Uh, it's made with premium materials, technology designed for peak performance. Didn't help my performance, but I looked good. That's the important thing. You want to look good better than, than the way you golf. Is that a thing? PXG has something for everybody. Pants, polos, sweaters, hats, quarter zips, joggers, jackets, dresses, skirts, everything you could want. I loved it. Uh, I've got a second shirt that I can't wait to wear when I go golfing a second time, if my body allows me to. But, you know, I'll tell you what, with these shirts, I might as well just walk around the clubhouse and let people take a look at me and go, look at that stylish-looking guy, but his golf game is on point. Literally, they know. No, it's not. Hey, elevate your style game on and off the course with PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash pardo. Use code pardo at checkout and save 10% on all apparel. That is pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo to save 10% on apparel. pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo. PXG. Grip it and wear it. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? Get the fuck out of my way. Cause it's been one of those days. Who is Jimmy Pardo? Guess again. Here he is. And I, I do the horns. You're the one yelling, Jimmy. Yeehaw! Let's have some maple syrup. You have a good dip dip dip. Oh, man. See? I know what I'm doing and I know how to catch it. Mad at On tape, it's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. Hello, indeed. Yes, welcome to the program, episode 2908, the award-winning podcast, Never Not Funny. It's Monday. We're in October. 
October 4, I want to say today's date is. If I'm not getting, uh, if I'm correct on that, Garen's giving me a nod uh, to confirm said date, calendar. Um, we welcome you in for another uh, another few stupid hours of Never Not Funny. I had some personal phone calls over the weekend with some fans. And uh, as always, I always say that we have the greatest fans in the world. They were all... Uh, uh, you're you're wondering if you sent out an email, right, Delia? Is that the look on your face? <laughs> I, I know I didn't. Yeah, but, but so but it looked like on your face, like how do, how do those calls happen if I didn't send out an email? That's, that's the look cer- on your face. That's certainly uh, that is now crossing my mind. What was crossing your mind a second ago? Because it looked like uh, you were confused and concerned. I I am I am looking at my cameras and trying to figure a thing out. All right, but otherwise, yes, I'm also wondering. I was actually thinking about this that this morning, like. Because I did the I did the perks form uh, to, for for uh, for our send out of physical perks. I don't know why I'm hesitating on saying who it is because I don't know if we say who it is. Don't say I don't know what, what? Who, uh, the, the, we have we have we pay somebody to send out the perks. Oh, so you're putting that together for that gentleman? Correct. We've said that. I don't remember if we have. I believe everything's coming from Mario to George. Yes. Yes. Uh, so I was sending that out to Mario, and it made me think, oh, I've got to re-up the list for, for anybody who we don't have on that list yet. And I was, oh, I guess maybe Jimmy hasn't done any calls because, uh, you know, he, his, he, he the various illnesses that Last you talk about. Last minute decision, I just sent out the email myself. Okay. Did, uh, I, I didn't have, Boy, I did not have any. I had so much trouble with all of those sentences. Yeah, you, uh, I think the best advice is, is just not talk the rest of the episode. <laughs> I right, think that's, I think that's where we land on this. Okay. Um... It was, a, it was, I, I don't know how you felt, but it was a struggle listening to it. I know that. It, it was difficult. <laughs> Often I will disagree with you. In this case, though, you are 100% correct. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that sentence was better. I'm going to monitor every sentence that I end up saying. <laughs> I, I think anytime you, you say, and, I, and Garen, you can follow this as, as well. It matter couldn't hurt you. Okay. Anytime you, in my direction, you say, uh, I agree with you, that's going to be a great sentence. Yeah. I, I'm on board. You I'm do on board love with that, that sentence yeah. anytime that happens. Yeah. You know, I agree with that. <laughs> I don't like when you do it. <laughs> Wait a minute. No. Wait, you're agreeing with me? Yeah. Oh shit! I forgot the premise. <laughs> I thought you were. I thought you were stealing my. Uh, but I like that joke. My, where, uh, my, uh, uh, where, where Garen can't win. I liked your joke where like you say that that's what you want, and then as soon as he does it, you don't like. Yeah, it. I wish that. I wish I would do it making that joke though. I, I admittedly, uh, I thought again. I thought I thought he was stealing my um, respect. Yeah. You know, the respect that I uh, that I right. as host of shows we receive. I thought he was doing that for no. humor. Yeah. Uh, instead, he was agreeing with me. He was exactly mm-hmm. doing what I am asking for. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, lashed out. Uh, absolutely. Now, listen. So let's go back to the idea that Elliot um, rates his own sentence at the end of every <laughs> sentence. I like the idea that he would just say something like, and so anyway, that's uh, how we got the washer dryer installed. B plus. <laughs> <laughs> if you think that's not happening in my head, though. Oh, it happens uh, every single day, friend. Yeah. I, I got to imagine you're walking around with an invisible... Uh, grade above your head and how, <laughs> how things are going um we uh, th- what i was going to say though about these phone calls is that they were uh, they were all gentlemen the one lady that we had signed up had to uh, cancel uh, last minute i hope she's feeling better mm-hmm. uh, but they were all dudes and i'll say this uh and, and i talk about this in our fan in our fan base and how we it's a uh, you know a culty size audience successful but culty sized uh very vulnerable these gentlemen very vulnerable uh, with their feelings and emotions that's and, great uh, welcomed it. it was wonderful yeah uh, wonderful. I mean, it's like, and then when you compare that to like what Joe Rogan's audience would do, we all probably would have been called the F word uh, by these assholes mm-hmm. um, on the conversations we were having. Um, by the way, Joe Rogan uh, had to once again, I forget what the, he had to once again apologize for something he said. Mm-hmm. At what point do you do, do even his fan base go, 
I gotta stop listening to that guy because he'll say something, and then when it's proven that he's wrong, he and he apologizes minimum once a week. It seems like, <laughs> like oh, I shouldn't have said that. Like it's, uh, I guess he offended some MMA, uh, some female uh, fighter or something. Oh, okay. And um, he's like, yeah, I never should have said that. You know, it, you know, it was a joke and blah 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 blah. But uh, so my, but maybe 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 instead of I, I, I don't know. So he's apologizing for that, but not for saying that Biden got a fake booster shot. I don't know. I, I don't know if that has been apologized yet for <laughs> for yet. He's in a he's in a, he can't he's trapped in his own. Uh, he's in a golden cage, Jimmy, because the reason people listen to him in the first place is because he shoots from the hip and doesn't uh, stop to think about stuff and uh, and believes whack jobs. <laughs> and so it, when you become very successful, it's the same thing happened to Adam Carolla. It's like if you're super successful and then get tons of money, the 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 initial question is how like how do I stay true to whatever I was that got me here? And so I think guys like them, both in both cases, I think they overcorrect and they like go further into what they perceive to be the like every man mentality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's certainly Adam Carolla's thing, I think, is like he's I think he's uh, like his big fear is that someone's going to call him out for being elitist. So his his way of dealing with that is being a fucking meathead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and, I'll agree with that. And uh, as a reminder, I believe uh, Adam Carolla has the third largest car collection in Burbank. <laughs> I believe that's the case. And that's only because uh, <laughs> Jay Leno lives here. <laughs> Jay, and doesn't Seinfeld also have a, uh, oh, a hanger over there? I don't know where Seinfeld keeps his cars. Somebody else has a hanger over I there. I know Seinfeld has like an entire floor of a building in Manhattan full of Porsches. So does he also have... Which is, when you think about real estate in New York City... That's even crazier. Yes. I mean, I don't know if about the I'm sure Leno's collection is more valuable if you added up the price of all the cars, but to fucking rent or even own, I don't know what he does, but just to have. And by the way, I have no idea where I heard this or whether it's true or not. <laughs> it just sounds like it would be something he would do with his millions and millions of dollars. Right. Um, I think I mean, look, when you get that kind of money, you have to spend it on something. Yeah. Right. You can't just I mean, assuming that you're already giving to charities and so on and so forth. Yeah. Uh, but if you're, you know, you got to spend it on something. Well, they're doing the Lord's work, Jimmy. Well, they sure are. <laughs> someone's got to buy these classic cars. Well, in a way, if, if they're on a floor in, in uh, Manhattan, at least they're not on the road uh, ruining the environment. At least uh, yeah. one could say that he's doing that. Oh, I think he has. He a, is not doing. Yeah, that. <laughs> I think he has an elevator that lets him take the cars down to the street to drive around. He's got a car vet. You got a, a car vet. Yeah, I got car elevators. You got to you got to drive them sometimes to keep them in mm -hmm. shape. That's yeah. why that's why Leno's constantly in my neighborhood. Uh, I also think he's stalking your family. I, <laughs> I think very that's part possible. Of, well, hey, you're visiting yeah. to me. Pardo, could you ask him to leave me alone? <laughs> I'm sorry that he was upset over the corner thing, and I'm sorry that I didn't say good set when he was done with his set on the night show. I'm sorry I avoided eye contact with him because I'm a fucking sponge. Who do we just... <laughs> someone else we just talked to... Oh, maybe I was just watching a clip. I can't remember what it was, but they were saying how... they. Oh, I think it was Norm. I think... Was it Norm? It was one of the things I was watching after Norm died, I think, that he was like... Was it Norm? Who the fuck was it? Somebody was like their big dream was to be on Carson, right? Yeah. And they were like, come on. Like, I think it was Norm. And it was like uh, he was he was badgering the booker. And they're like, yeah, yeah, no, we'll, we'll get you. We'll get you. And it was like, right. There was everyone knew he was retiring already. So like he was like trying to get in there. And and I forget the name of the booker at that time. But they were like, you're a what wasn't Leno doing one night a week at that point or something? Maybe, maybe even two nights. Yeah. And it was like Thursday or whatever. He was like, you're a Thursday guy. And he was like, no, no, I want to be a, and so he ended up doing, um, 
Leno. It was the Tonight Show with yes. Johnny Carson, but yes. he did it when Jay was the yes. host. Yeah. And and he said he's like I destroyed, and I went over, and Leno didn't like wouldn't give it up for me. He was like. I can't even remember what he said. The you know, look, in fairness was. to Jay, because uh, it's not exactly the same. When I did go over to the couch, he did go, hey, nice job, Jimmy. He did say that. Mm-hmm. It was the most insincere human beings ever in their life. <laughs> but I don't want, uh, he right. did say that. It was when, once we were off camera, that he ignored me. Right. Because right. he didn't want the stench of my set on him. Mm-hmm. When, as a reminder, he had a show that bombed, the whole show bombed. Mm-hmm. And I just was a part of this shitty show. Right. Uh, which I will blame 90% on that audience. I mean, that's just, I know yeah. there's comics, they never blame the audience. Well, fuck that noise. Yeah. Uh, if you're, you know who says that? Hacky shit comics say that. That's what No, you should be able to win over any crowd. Yeah, but you can't. You know that, so stop fucking saying that. And if you can, it means you're a fucking hack. <laughs> there, I've said it. <laughs> um, Speaking of Seinfeld, we just started watching Seinfeld with the kids last night. Yes? Yeah. What do you think about the, uh, the, uh, the uh, frame rate? That's not a thing. The, the uh, yeah, well, the, uh, people the, are up in arms that it's a different um, like the aspect ratio. Aspect ratio. Well, the first episode is the pilot, which is four three, which is the old TV, and it, and it looks like a conversion from, you know, that 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 was one of the shows that f- shot on film, and so like Friends, when you watch Friends on Netflix, it's the full frame, it's it's the sixty my name because they shot it that way, even though it didn't air that way. With Seinfeld, I think initially they they just didn't have the the original thing i guess for the pilot but then i think after that it went back to 16 are people complaining that it's 16 by 9 no it's not 16 by 9 right they oh. you're seeing less of the uh, of what you what you saw yeah it was pushed in you're seeing less of it that was certainly true for the pilot episode even though it was cropped i think but it was there were shots that looked wrong um that but pilot episode's rough it's rough there, it, I, I was actually surprised there were any laughs in it. Like there were a couple things I did actually like. And I was like, that's what took me aback. Cause I was like, I expected it to be complete garbage. Yeah. Cause that, I remember that whole first season was crazy. It was great. Bad. Yeah. Even though I watched it, but, and I think I liked it cause of the novelty of, of that show. Like I was a big stand up fan and it came on in the summer and I was like, I'll watch this. I know who Seinfeld is. And I liked that. It was very true to the idea of what if you saw, the life of the guy who came up with this very mundane act, (laughs) but at the time something I enjoyed, but yeah, it doesn't fully hold up, but it's got a uh, different name, right? The first, it wasn't like the Seinfeld Chronicles or something. Yeah. I think that was just the first episode. Oh, and then they, they, you know, what's interesting. They call it that in syndication. Oh really? When, when it came on, it was a different opening and then said the Seinfeld Chronicles. And it was like, it was like a a classic sitcom opening, like where they took shots from the thing with, Starring Jerry. Right. Wow. It, it was very weird. We saw that in Las Vegas. Oh, wow. Nope. Wrong. That's wrong. Uh, Palm Springs. Okay. Um, just like on cable or something? Yeah. Was it like on the local or the, like the local whatever? Yeah. That's that. So that's weird that the Netflix version isn't that. They, they definitely, the, the title cards look like they were brand new at the beginning. I so see. I think they took that stuff out, what you're talking about, and put in a different thing, which kind of sucks. I, want, I, would, I would rather see it the way it originally aired, even if it's bad. Um, I'll say that I never need to see it again. I, I, I'll go. I'll go that route because Oliver just rewatched it all, uh-huh. and uh, I'm good. I thought he didn't care for it. He likes and doesn't like it. Like yeah. if he needs to watch something, it, it was the it, kids thought they wanted to watch it. I don't know if they still feel that way. This might be the end actually already. Charlie was bored. Jump to season two. Maybe that'll help. Well, season one's only six episodes. It's, but why? But, but it's, a, it's a brand new. But if they're situation. watching five shit episodes, <laughs> yeah. you're gonna you're definitely gonna turn them off from it. Yeah, I'm okay with that. 
because you don't want to watch it. I'm, I'm not so sure I want to watch it. I'm not so sure they need to watch it. Well, I know they don't need to. I'm not sure I even want them to. Uh, I, I kept, like, as we were, before we watched it, we kept saying to them, it's dated. It's kind of racist at times, I'm sure. I don't really remember, but I'm, I'm assuming it's racist. It's sexist? Yeah, right. Homophobic? Uh-huh. Yeah. And, uh, and in between all that, maybe some funny stuff. Agreed. <laughs> but I got to be honest, even in the pilot, I was like, man... Jason Alexander is really fucking good. Yeah, yeah, he's just good. He's an actor. He never won an Emmy. I heard he's they, never, never won an Emmy. They just said that. They just told never us that got last, an Emmy. last week. Um, well, good luck with that. Good luck if you, yeah, if you well, see that through I'll, and I'll let you know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I need to be kept abreast of that. To be honest, I'll tell you if we quit. Um, all right. And if I if we don't quit, I'll, it'll probably come up periodically over the next six months. Uh, oh yeah, this happened on Seinfeld. Hey, yeah. remember the episode? These are examples of how that might come <laughs> up in conversation mm-hmm. on this program. Terry's a friend. Uh, Jay had to get involved. Jay can't keep out of any conversation because uh, he thinks cars are right around the corner. Why don't you want to watch it again, Jimmy? Yeah, it's a classic comedy. We Oliver is currently uh, speaking with children. Met on them. Mm-hmm. He is currently selling his Lego sets. Oh, oh boy. boy. He is uh, taking them apart and selling them on the electronic bay. Good for him. Um, and uh, I don't think I have ever had a smooth eBay experience. <laughs> like where you like you sell something and then somebody bids. Because right. they'll be like, oh, that guy's a high bidder. Oh, he's got zero uh, uh, rating, reviews. Yeah. Zero uh, rate. No, no rate. Not, not one rating. Mm-hmm. And uh, he uh, uh, he joined eBay in uh, October of 2021. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, well, fuck, that guy's never paying. Yeah. Right. So there's that. So this, here's what happened over the weekend. This oh, is uh, this is uh, what happened uh, with uh, a, a set that Oliver was selling. And um, I'm going to go to the uh, I'm going to find this for you. Here you go. It's uh, uh, there it is. OK, so this uh, this uh, lady and or gentleman mm-hmm. bought a, uh, a, a Lego set mm-hmm. uh, and they their winning bid was forty five ninety nine. OK, OK. Is he saving up for something, by the way? Um, I, I don't know the answer to that. It could be some sort of a. Uh, uh, I mean, there's, he's going to get a lot of money here. Yeah. He's going to get a lot of money. Yeah. Um, and uh, Danielle and I are, uh, it's like, well, I mean, yes, they were all gifts for him, um, but maybe we should get a little taste of this. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we should get a little taste of this. That is not how gifts work. Um, <laughs> so uh, uh, so it, it, this person wins the bid. Mm-hmm. Okay. Plus. Um, and this person, by the way, has 100% feedback. Positive oh, feedback. great. 100%. And how many deals? How many? 700 and something. Wow. Okay. okay. Yeah. Wow. Now so, that when it's too high, don't you get a little bit like it's if it's zero, it's bad. But if it's like 40,000, you're like, what is this? What person? are you doing? <laughs> I don't know. I don't trust you either. Uh, so uh, let's say the let's say that uh, ended at 11 a.m. Let's okay. say that's when it ended. 11.01 a.m. One minute after winning bid in. Please cancel this order. Thank you. What the fuck? That, that's what he says. That's what this person says. He or she. F you. I wrote, Why? You bid and you won, and by doing so, you cost someone else a chance of getting the item, and if I cancel the order, I have to repost. Please explain. Pretty simple. Um, his response, uh, and he, he actually dele- he deleted two of his st- things, so they're missing, but I'll fill those in. Okay. He wrote, um, I, bid, uh, I, the, I bid $56. I bid $56. I didn't know. I didn't. I didn't deny anybody the chance. My high bid was fifty six. If somebody really wanted it, they could have gone to fifty seven. Don't you know how eBay works? And then, uh, uh, so w- when 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 you started bidding this up, um, oh, he accused you. My of bid was up. at twenty seven dollars. 
Okay, that, yeah, and I wrote back. I go, you're, you're accusing us of bidding this up? And, uh, you know, that that's absolutely ridiculous. We did not do that. Uh, again, you won. Yeah. Uh, pay your bill or something like that. Right. Uh, he deleted both of those because, we, uh, I assume, because he knows that we could see that he's lying. Mm-hmm. That is not what happened. Uh, so then he wrote, in response to me saying this, I get this item at the bid of $27 plus your shipping or I contact eBay. That's what he says to me. And say what? <laughs> I said, uh, your bid was $45.99. The next closest bid was $44.99. Why would I give it to you for $27? By your own admission, your max was 56 There were 23 bids on this item. Exactly what would you say to eBay about this? Uh, uh, you won, and now you don't want to honor that. That's what I said to this gentleman. You were the private bidder, and eBay will check that out, dude. That's what he says to me. Wow. I wrote, I absolutely was not. I'm going to cancel the order only because I have no interest in doing business with you. Kick rocks. <laughs> he said, eBay will be notified about what you did, Shill. Hope you keep your account, though. Oh, that's nice of him. Um, <laughs> and then I basically wrote him, uh, I'm guessing this hustle has worked for you in the past. Uh, I'm begging you to go to eBay about this yeah. because uh, we did not do that. Yeah. Um, but thank you for wasting my time and spinning my wheels. Can I ask a question about eBay? Because I, I thought that this was a, a feature of it. Can you not go to the next highest bidder? And I was going to ask that yes, as you well. Can. Okay. Yeah, but uh, without relisting, you can. Uh, yeah, you give them, you send a say, and the, that person has not responded yet. Okay. Second chance, but I don't. It, it, it's it's odd that nine times out of ten when that's happened, the person doesn't want it anymore. Like they're almost relieved if they got outbid, right. or they're like. Well, now I don't. Whoa, now you're giving it to me? Yeah, the impulse of it is gone. Yeah, and now I mean, like, I, the I've, light of day hits them. I've also had a situation where I'm looking for something and I find four of them. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so then I'm watching, and if I win one, then I'll drop out of the other ones. Mm-hmm. So maybe they already won it somewhere else. It's very possible. And uh, so we're, you know, we're waiting on that. But it was, I, I, my blood was boiling because it's so, fuck you. Yeah. And I wrote, by the way, I wrote, fuck, you know, go fuck yourself several times until until you reach eBay. I, I ask you to go fuck yourself. <laughs> I uh, and then I decided not to write send any of that, because if he does go to eBay, I want my side to look yeah. professional. Oh, yeah. But I mean, just I was my blood was boiling because I mean, you're basically having a one sided argument with an asshole mm-hmm. who is a nice tribe, dude. You're a shill. You're, you're trying to get one over him. It's like, yeah, I, I no matter how many times I say I didn't. He's not going to know he didn't until he goes to eBay and eBay goes, no, that wasn't him running it up. Uh, and then let eBay say, so kindly do him the favor and fuck off. <laughs> um, all because he didn't want to pay what he bid or $10 less than what he bid. All exactly. Yeah, so you're running up the cost by $20. Yeah. What a scam. That, wow. <laughs> you're really, yeah, yeah, right. you're really going for the big bucks. Yeah. I'm, I'm taking advantage of you, you dick. <laughs> and, and he said, you don't know, you don't understand how ebay works no sir you don't understand you, it. It yeah. you like should have you put twenty seven seventy five. yeah that's what you and then if you didn't it. get it you don't get it you move, you move on. on with your life yeah exactly but which is why i think this is some scam that he does yeah where and, he bullies some 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 old lady right and then or old gentleman of course i mean so now two parties are presumably or, or apparently assuming the other side is uh scamming like he's, he's accusing you of being scamming him. Now your response is to assume he's scamming you. It could just be he's an asshole. <laughs> oh, I, I, I think he's an asshole. Yeah. There's, there's no question he's an asshole. Yeah. Um, so here's the here's the big question then, Jimmy. Yeah. Do you rate him? Are you able to rate somebody who's dropped out? No. 
Really? You can't rate them. And then, and and actually the drop down on why do you want to cancel doesn't even get one of the, one of the options isn't because this guy's an asshole. Right. Uh, it, it's, uh, you know, uh, out of stock, um, something else and buyer requested. Well, and why so, do you have to do that? He's the one who's not paying. What? Well, but he's, so he's, he asked Jimmy to voluntarily do it. There is a process whereby if he doesn't pay, you could be like, you're a fuckwad and you need to pay. And then it goes back and forth, which right. Jimmy doesn't want to do. I don't want to do That's exactly right. right. Gotcha. So, okay. so eBay is really seller or buyer friendly. Yeah. They don't, they usually screw over the seller oh, is that right? more often than the buyer. Hmm. It's, uh, uh, yeah, it, uh, yeah, I forget what I was going to say. It had something to do with, uh, the, uh, ranking drop down oh you oh, it, oh to, it just like i said i i just canceled it because i want to be done with this guy right I, and then oliver can get on with his life relisting it or so he got what he wanted though he got what he wanted in the sense that he doesn't have to pay and he doesn't but what, what, no, what he any. wanted was for 27 dollars. right but he also could have just been doing that because he decided he didn't want it for that price like he bid that much to win hoping he would get it for 20 whatever right and then when it went for more he weaseled his way out of it by basically accusing you of being a scammer so that he didn't have to go through a long withdrawn thing. Neither of you, which neither of you want. So like Karen said, it favors him. He can get out of paying what he bid uh, just by annoying you to the point that you just throw your hands up. <laughs> Wouldn't it be more prudent to be like, you know what? I shouldn't have bid on this. I'm sorry. Can we just... Like you more went, flies yep. with honey, or yes, whatever. The absolutely. Uh, Why well, come off immediately like a prick? I because this guy's an asshole. I mean, <laughs> I mean that's so, the only reason. It's so stupid. Hey, maybe think I won't sell me my Legos. <laughs> By the way, trying, trying to get Oliver, it for twenty-seven dollars. I just trying to seems like a great price. Yep. Does he have a list of what he's selling? Uh, yeah. Send it to me. Why? I know people who collect Legos. Oh, it'd be yeah. nice to not have to deal with the yeah, Then you don't have to deal with it. We even looked up places like locally. Like, can, where can you sure. bring mm-hmm. them and just oh. go? Here's all of them. Make us an offer. Yeah. And be done with it. Because now you know, all the schlep into the post office and all that. Mm-hmm. There's boxes too and everything. Every, uh, yes, there are, there are going to be a few that are not complete. They might be missing a brick mm-hmm. or two. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we, of course, will make mention of that in the uh, ad. But. Uh, uh, yeah, everything's uh, uh, box uh, instructions. Nice, everything you need. Wow. There's a there is a site that's just for trading. Well, here's parts. the problem with that site. Okay, so you found you're it. not allowed to sell until you buy something. <laughs> the only way they allow you to be a member of that thing, I think it's called Bricklink or something like that. Sounds familiar, yeah. Because I was like Oliver, let's just do this. Let's avoid eBay. Let's mm-hmm. do it here. These are Lego nuts. They're gonna buy it. But in order to open up an account, you have to have previously been okayed because you bought something. Wow. Which is a... Well, you could buy something for like 10 bucks or something, right? Yeah, I guess I could have done that. Absolutely, yeah, I guess I could have. <laughs> I mean, what it really depends on is whether or not you're going to get a better price from there. Because it, it could go either way. It could be, oh, these people really know what it's worth, so you're going to get the best price. Or these people really know what it's worth, and they're not going to uh, pay too much. I guess I kind of did think all of that as well. Like, well, these guys know what these things are all worth. But, you know, look, we're not trying to be, be rich here. We're just yeah. trying to get a, get uh, a child a, a decent amount of money to do whatever he wants to do next. And also, you know, we always say this, even when it comes to the concert tickets or whatever, it, it, like I said, with like Greta Van Fleet, I could have made a much bigger profit. Mm-hmm. But part of me likes the idea of somebody looking on there going, oh, honey, we can now afford to go. This guy's selling tickets at a reasonable price. Mm-hmm. Sure. And. I, I kind of feel the same way about the Lego. Like, you know, maybe it's some mom looking for this gift for her birthday party. And if we could sell it, I'd rather sell it to her and make less money than sell it to some Lego nut and make mm-hmm. I mean, money. but but what are the odds that it's that it's a mom? Well, based on Danielle uh, searching for them when Oliver was young, pretty good. Oh, all right. Yeah. 
because there because there were specific ones because he was a fan of whatever yeah. the, like a I'm just gonna say Harry. I'll Potter tell you which ones are going very well. The, the I don't even know why he wanted these. There's a couple of Lone Ranger sets based oh. on the movie. Wow. And those oh. are going for interesting. They must be really rare or something, right? Huh? Um, yeah. Because Oliver's like, why is the Lone Ranger one? Because Lone Ranger one's almost like, well, I'll just put that one in a dumpster. Nobody's gonna be interested <laughs> in that. Because that movie didn't do all that it hot, bombed, and it's kind yeah. of yeah. racist a little bit. Probably, I believe was the uh, was oh, is that right? at that time, yeah. So racist. Who's that? Army Hammer. That was Army oh, Hammer as the, wasn't as, it? as the Lone Ranger, yeah. and then it was was it, it Depp? Johnny Depp, Depp is, I think that was the yeah, problem. That was yeah. the problem. Uh, Army Hammer is like he's no longer allowed in Hollywood, right? Didn't he? Uh, he he bit ate someone. somebody. Yeah, he was yeah. wanted to eat a person. <laughs> How weird. I don't know. I don't even know. It's like. I didn't even want to dig into it. I was just like, okay. <laughs> I didn't understand. Yeah. I, like, yeah, I, like, I, like, I guess like, that's okay. that's guys. I mean, or it isn't. I don't know. Maybe it's all bullshit. But I think the system hopefully will sort it out and they'll let me know if I'm allowed to watch it again. <laughs> I uh, I just don't have the time. I, I'm with you. I don't either. I, it's one of those. I saw the headline. Army Ember likes to eat people. Or another. <laughs> yeah. All right. And then I'm with you. I'll either see him in a movie again one day right. or I won't. Yeah, if he makes it back onto the screen, I guess it all worked out yeah. <laughs> because he didn't eat anybody. I, it's, I, I, it's, it's almost like the same thing as like when, when Elliot told us, we talked about this, where it's a sponsor that we chose not to be a sponsor, have us mm-hmm. a sponsor. But again, you and I could have clicked on one thing <laughs> yeah. and gotten that information in 30 seconds. Yeah. Instead, we, and same thing with this Army Hammer. We could certainly have more it's, information. It's not, it's not my job to find out if Army Hammer is a cannibal. That's someone else's job. <laughs> no, they're, but they're giving you the information. My point is you could have clicked on that. I could have. We could, we, you we could, could not be guessing at the moment. You could click on it, but does it really tell you the truth? It's all no. we just it's. It's it's uh it's she said he bit you know <laughs> <laughs> ebit by the way is where we're not selling any yeah. Legos whatsoever yeah because yeah. cool. it's more digital yeah it's all digital exactly um so if I'm recalling correctly there's some kind of service for like uh, 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 conservative Christians those, those sorts of folks to both avoid movies that they don't want to see because they yes. would have something that they don't want and also yes. there's another maybe different service that actually edits them so you can watch yeah, the I believe movie that's the case, yeah. yeah so vid angel ah uh, there you go so maybe maybe uh maybe the liberal left needs their own version of that so that we don't have to watch people who uh are, who are questionable or problematic well, well i think that system is you don't go see the kevin spacey movie <laughs> I, th- I think i think yeah well we, the kevin spacey movie was still made on some level so but, I, yes, but I, I think he's he hasn't worked, does he? No, remember, he, I think he just did something. He did? Yeah, Cameron, look, didn't Kevin Spacey just... What? Because that's I an example of... There's no... You know, there's some people who are like, I don't know what actually happened, and, and so it's kind of a gray area, and so they kind of keep working, but you sort of decide personally whether you want to support them or not. But Kevin Spacey seemed as black and white as it comes. 100% agree with you. Mm-hmm. It was like, that guy's done. No one will ever pay him to, to act again. Let's acknowledge he's a great actor. Yes. <laughs> Unfortunately, he is. So I got to see his movies. I got to see his I, I can't live without it. He uses that craft. <laughs> he, this is the way, Kevin Spacey, at one point, I called my favorite actor. Was that right? Point. I, I, he, you know, whatever. But I, since this, all this stuff came out, I guess it's because I kind of know people who are, we all do, who were involved in it. It makes it real yeah. in yeah. a sense. So I haven't. You know, to the point, like, I, I, and again, this is old news that we're talking about, but, uh, you know, I, I had heard those stories for years about Kevin mm-hmm. Spacey. Oh. But because it was because, but it was one of like, ah, you know him, he's blah, blah, blah. But then you, somehow you just, out, out, to your point, out of sight, out of mind or whatever. Yeah. And then. Well, because I, it's gossip, too. So. It was gossip. Well, it's, it goes back to what I was trying to say about Army Hammer. It's like, I can read the article, but I don't know that the person who they're interviewing is 
being honest or not you right. know like uh, who knows what is happening they'll I, I just trust that someone's going to pay a professional to investigate it and if you know because there's a lot of money on the line if you hire him to do something and they want to make sure that this guy isn't a fucking cannibal <laughs> uh, i would bet by the way along with your kevin spacey i don't think army hammer works again i don't think huh i think there's enough good-looking white guys who are that good of an actor it's it's you, you're yeah right. he, he well i mean it doesn't it doesn't help his cause that he's sort of generic you know, like it's it's not like someone who's so uniquely talented that right. you're like, oh, we can't. We he's not replaceable. It's like Army Hammer is highly replaceable. <laughs> Agreed. But it, it, that uh, the Army Hammer stuff happened fast, it like did. so fast that I'm like, is there actually truth to what they're? And it's not just yeah. him being kinky or whatever, right? Because it was like that. Like it yeah. took how long for Kevin Spacey to start getting kicked off stuff? Right. Months. Well, Army it's a Hammer different climate too. Isn't that part of it? But I also think yeah, that a yeah. lot of these a lot of these things you have to wonder like maybe one of them was more difficult than the other to work with and so right. some people were looking yeah, for yeah. reasons mm. or maybe he pissed somebody off like a PR person and, yeah. and they decided that they would uh, do some stuff pro bono. Why don't you just give those roles uh, those roles to Aaron Eckert? How come he doesn't <laughs> just give them to Aaron Eckert and we're done? Yeah, with it. what happened to Aaron Eckert? Uh, as a reminder, Conan O'Brien made me laugh so hard one day. We're, we're gonna have a good show. We're in good hands. We have Aaron Eckert, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that made me laugh very hard. Uh, now listen, we're all friends in here today. Uh, that's what it comes down to. Friends do this, and friends do that, don't they? Uh, now, Matt, in the live stream, I told you about, uh, to watch the young man who's now an SNL cast member to do his Trump. Yep. You watched it. You enjoyed the hell out of it. I, I've had tears in my eyes. I, I've watched the Mario one. He does the thing about Mario, Bowser and Mario. Uh, it's it's Trump <laughs> talking about Super Mario Brothers. And I've watched it. I think I've cried every time I've watched it. I don't disagree with you. I think I've watched it minimum six times, <laughs> yeah. and I'm laughing just as hard as the sixth time. Yeah. At, oh, God, uh, it's so please perfect. look for that guy. Yeah. Uh, no, that's it. I thought he was great on SNL on Saturday too. He was. He was in a lot of it for a uh, for a fe- new guy, yeah. for a featured guy. He's not Somebody even in- tweeted out, uh, "Have we ever before seen a guy go from featured player to cast member in the same episode?" <laughs> <laughs> like, well, and he held his. He was. He, he was in there. He was. Yeah. Has has a, only has one a, stutter in there, maybe a little bit, but yeah. Has has a guy ever, if I may, <laughs> sir? You can't judge anybody <laughs> stuttering or whatever the fuck. I don't mean stutter like literal stutter. I mean like a performance moment where it's like he had a yeah, hiccup yes um oh but then hiccup people i'm not TV. mad at them I'm, either. I'm listen i know exactly what spot you're talking about i believe and so what yeah it's, it's live television uh-huh. it's the guy's first time right. he's living his dream his his knot in his stomach must have been oh a, my a, goodness it's, i'm sure it's still crazy a, ad bryant gets a knot in her stomach it's yeah. fucking live television and you're doing comedy of people watching and then yes. more, yeah did we mention is james austin johnson yeah, yeah. I don't know if it, this is would be fun to try to look up or if anyone's ever kept track of this. Has someone ever their first episode as a person on SNL been the first person to speak in yeah, the cold open and say live from New York at Saturday night on their first episode? Like yeah. he went from I'm not on SNL to I am opening SNL with the uh-huh. signature impression yeah. of the president of the, of the United States. I'm saying the first line. I'm driving the whole sketch and I get to say live from New York at Saturday night on the first sketch of my I, first episode. Right. I, and I, not I, only that, you're going to be compared to Jim Carrey. Yeah, right. Well, listen, you're you're Biden's better than Jim Harris. <laughs> yeah, that part wasn't a concern. That was, nobody, nobody's worried about that. He is of he is a I mean like watching the Trump stuff it's incredible, but it's also Half of it is how good he is with the the ticks and mannerisms. It's the, you know, mm-hmm. to that point, his Biden voice is okay. And yeah, it'll get better. Right. Uh, 
but the ticks and the med, he's got all that stuff down yeah. and not in a it, you know it, it, sometimes improv will be well this character plays with their cuffs all the time and you just right. play with their cuffs he's not doing that right he, he, he had not. like yeah like t- to me what i was gonna say is like his trump was like to me like an incredible combination of like perfect observation of certain like speech patterns and and mannerisms <laughs> combined with actually being funny so like that's that's rare when someone can be funny have a funny idea on top of being good at the impression but i didn't know if he you know sometimes someone can just do one voice because their voice is similar to it yeah yeah. but like his i don't know if it was supposed to be joe buck or whatever that was if it wasn't joe buck then he he mastered generic guy was like a different person. How about That's how crazy good it was. house? It was, yeah. He was fucking great. Like, was, he, I didn't want that sketch to end. He went from Biden to that. I'm like, this guy's a fucking savant. And in, be- in between that, Larry the Cable Guy. Right, which was, was also great. pitch perfect. Yeah. I yeah. know. He did three good. distinct voices that were nothing like yes. each other and didn't sound like his own voice either, which is nuts. It, uh, uh, a friend of our show, Lorraine Newman, yeah. uh, actually tweeted out that she's never seen a stronger debut from a cast member. Wow. Yeah, that's, and that's, you know, if Lorraine she, Newman's saying that. And she's seen almost all of SNL, I think. <laughs> I, I would imagine she said it all. From day one, she was, was there. there. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was uh, it was fun to watch. It was fun to, uh, mm-hmm. to watch. now was the whole show a home run? Of course it wasn't. That's SNL. Not every yeah, sketch no. is going to work. Sure. That's the weird thing about SNL is like it's sometimes when they're at the end of a four week thing where they do four episodes in four weeks, you're like, okay, you're starting to see the that it's you know they're they're tired mm-hmm. but first <laughs> but, week back is always but first week back is also uh, tends to be rough it's like you had all summer but then it doesn't quite uh yeah i as much as i liked seeing that guy in the front that, that opening sketch wasn't very strong it wasn't right. uh uh i i thought cecily strong's christian cinema was great yes uh Eddie bryant was terrific but yep. it, great performances but overall the sketch itself was yeah and and like the thing about biden I could be proven wrong on this. I would love to be proven wrong on it, but I think certain people just don't give you enough to work with. Like he has a way of talking and he is a, a certain way like everybody, but it's but not, is it? it doesn't lend itself to comedy the way Clinton did or the way Reagan did or the way obviously Trump did. 100%. And that that's to me what makes this hard for what makes it tough for SNL sometimes is just like, this is a guy's the president. And yet there really isn't that much to do. It's like, oh, he's old. Oh, he's whatever. Like, he, like, like I said, that guy, James Austin Johnson nailed it. But it just it's just seeing someone nailed Biden is not as funny as seeing someone nail those other. Guys. 100% agree. And Col- Colbert actually called that out. He's like, at one point during during whatever the last six months, or maybe it was before that, because when Biden was running for president, he was like, basically, you know, there's not a lot to do except the sunglasses. Right. And yeah. so whenever he goes Biden, he goes the sunglasses and, you know, the teeth. Yeah. And that's you know, I mean, he's not a great impressionist, but he right. pointed out it, it was it was hard to find something. I don't know yeah. Stephen Colbert to be an impressionist at all. No, but he does do that for some reason. He does well, he, do he, Biden. He, he really? Yeah. yeah he, he puts does, the he, sunglasses he, on for some reason. Oh, that's right. Because he just did that, that that meme that, that that gif or whatever was making the rounds of the the vax scene. Did you see that clip no. where it's uh, people? This is actually very funny. That it was comics, uh, some successful, some not. They were sending around that little clip it's him as biden dancing mm-hmm. and then syringes dancing as well yes. it's called the vaccine yeah okay. and people were tweeting that out by saying i was told i wasn't good enough for this show <laughs> <laughs> and this show wasn't interested in my five minutes of comedy <laughs> oh boy and it was, it was like oh bitterness but yeah. you know what yeah it was it's no different than dancing itos it's fucking it's just mm-hmm. yeah. but he uh he also he he had a trump that he would do Right. And, and some, sometimes he will do like a sentence 
of somebody. It's kind of like a, um, it's almost like a uh, a practice swing impression. Like it's not, yeah. he's not, he's going 60% on it. Yeah. And he doesn't make any bones about it. Right. Like he's not, but I think that's sort of his, his approach is I'm going to just kind of casually toss off the impression so that you don't think I'm trying really hard so that right. you're not dinging me for not being good at it. Right. Well, <laughs> but I'm going to do the joke. I can relate to that because I will do a Jay Leno from time to time. <laughs> that may or may not be the best Jay Leno you've ever heard. No. And I don't call myself an impressionist in any way, shape, or form. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm just doing whoever, you know, I don't even know at this point. It's like, well, I, I always just do an impression of whoever did the best. Like, I always just did Dana Carvey's uh, George Bush right. Sr., uh, I did. Uh, I, I whenever I do a Bob Hope, I'm doing Dave Thomas from SCTV doing Bob Hope. Yeah. And by the way, there's never a reason for me to do a Bob Hope. <laughs> I would love. That's what I was thinking. I would love to have seen what Dana Carvey in his prime would have done with Biden. Like if he could have figured if it he, out. Yeah. Because on paper, I think coming into George Bush's administration, you would have said George Bush is boring. He's there's nothing yeah. to impersonate there. But he figured it out. He right. found a funny way to make fun of George Bush senior and so maybe he would have figured this one out too i don't know maybe but he still will we don't know what dan is that's true to. he could i'm not yeah i'm not saying it's out of his reach i just think you know every every dog has his day <laughs> you just called dana carvey a dog that's right i love dogs i'm a dog guy he loves his B- dogs b minus <laughs> <laughs> elliot j oakberg <laughs> Um, but it was fun to watch. If you haven't watched Saturday Night Live, uh, uh, news was strong. It. News is always news strong. was strong. Colin Jost does a nice job. I like the Michael Che as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, it was great. Uh, it was it's fu- uh, fun to uh, fun to have uh, watched. I liked Owen Wilson's monologue. Honestly, you know what? Uh, when we were listing what we liked about the show afterwards, uh, uh, Danielle, Oliver, and I all kind of landed in the same spot. This sh- this sh- didn't work. Mm-hmm. This one didn't. And then we all kind of at the same time went. And Owen Wilson's model was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very natural, very in his voice. And, uh, um, exactly. All right. Here, I believe this is our guest. Kirsten Vanksness has just, uh, <laughs> joined us. Hi, Kirsten. I got to assume that the, uh, uh, COVID came back, uh, negative or else you wouldn't have walked in. Are you not speaking today? <laughs> I didn't know what I was supposed to do. I couldn't tell what the rules were. Um, I'm not very rulesy, but a respectful. <laughs> yeah, why is that the your, respectful? Of your theater you are making. Oh. I want to stay. Uh, that's a strong word. <laughs> no, I like it. I like it. You know what? I think I think we should change our show. Uh, they were not funny. The the theater podcast. Okay, uh, is that good theater? No, I don't like. It. I like the concept. I don't know how to put it uh, right. Theater of sound. No. No. Theater of talk. C minus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Kirsten Banks necessary. What did I say? Kirsten. 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 Yeah. What did, I said Kirsten. You said Kirsten. I said Kirsten? Yeah. Not Kirsten. Yeah. Kirsten. Yep. Nicolaj. <laughs> Am I saying this right? Bye bye? <laughs> Am I saying that? Close. It's a little more it's a little more plosive, I think, than a regular person would do. Okay, but bottom line, I'm telling you to leave. Because <laughs> I don't like being corrected. Yeah, just, <laughs> I don't give a shit if it's your name or not. I run okay. the fucking room. Got it. Jimmy. <laughs> Kirsten. Did you say it wrong again? No. Now I'm going to be in my head about I this. I know, I know. Damn I know. you to hell. Sorry. Fangsness. I don't, I don't like that, that. Just call that, me that. I don't like that S in your name. That already throws everything off, too. You're so good at it. We like were trying S? to. Yeah, you're really great at it. Well, Thank you for yeah. Okay, well, now she's trying to overcorrect. No, I'm being honest. <laughs> I'm authentic. Most people don't you say the S. That's uh, right. Yeah, they leave it out. Why would but Vangness isn't anything? But yeah. why would why would one assume it? Uh, that sounds it, wrong. It, now it sounds wrong. Norwegians don't give a fuck. They it's, it's Norwegian. Like, Norwegian. Okay. Put the consonant next to the other consonant. What does it mean? Do you know? No, I know that it was Walter Mondale's. According to my grandmother, it was Walter Mondale who was a uh, 
president hopeful uh, or mm-hmm. vice president hopeful. Uh, he was uh, a vice president, was, then he yeah. ran for president. Yeah, exactly. He, um, uh, it was apparently supposed to be, or my family's last name was supposed to be Fartkin. But then somebody <laughs> married somebody, and Vangsness it was. And saved you from that. Exactly. <laughs> that would have been. I would, have, I would not be on this show. No. Yeah. Not to, you know, I don't care for that word at all. No. I, would, I, I, I couldn't have her on. Did anyone keep the Fartkin name, though? Is that yeah, no, still? that's a normal thing. Oh. Here, no okay. Kirsten Fart, yeah, and you'd have to change it for show business. Yeah, no, you can't. You can't it. be on television with Fartnik. Yeah, you could just change Fartkin. your name. Fartkin. Fartkin. No, Fartnik or Fartkin. Neither. Not. Not. Not ever. It works for no, me. I know. <laughs> you might. It might be available from SAG. You might not have. To, you know. You might. You might get that name. But uh, so if you're going to change it for show business, you just yeah. I don't think it. I would have to be like Kirsten R. Fartkin. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's available. <laughs> yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, all right. Third. <laughs> There's already two that are insane. Yeah. What are the odds? The other two are also actresses. That's ridiculous. Um, well, listen. All right. Kirsten is here. Yeah. Uh, she's going to move over to the big table. We'll take a break. Uh, we have Oliver's trivia mm-hmm. that we have to do, and uh, we don't have any mail or anything. So I think. Uh, uh, when we come back, we'll just uh, we'll get right to it. We'll go around the horn. We'll do everything right after this. Hey, sometimes you find yourself at uh, the, the wall that's uh, missing a couple of bucks. Now, who, did somebody steal it or what's going on over there? It doesn't matter how you're missing the bucks. Money might be a little tight. That's where earn-in comes in, Matt. Yeah, earn-in. Earn-in's there if you got a last-minute uh, gift for a loved one, an expect, uh, unexpected trip to the vet. I've seen a lot of that on uh, uh, social media, by the way, people saying, "Oh, I had to spend the night at the at the pet vet." Yeah, people like using the phrase "pet vet," even though "vet" covers pet. I mean, what other? Are you, are you at the wild animal vet? Yeah, you could be visiting a, a soldier. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I, I think people. I, I think they like the sound of pet vet. It does sound fun? It is fun to say. I get it. Uh, but nobody's pointing out that they're at the pet vet for fun. So that's uh, a good point. Yeah, why are they? Yeah. Why are they being uh, capricious or uh, silly with their? Very you know, serious issue. You know, capricious say. <laughs> uh, now, listen, This is here's the important thing. Earn-in is there because the, the point is, you're not at the pet vet at three in the morning going, oh, good, I get to spend X amount of money right. uh, that I don't have. That's where earn-in jumps in. Yes. Uh, earn-in is an app that gives you access to your pay-as-you-work, up to $100 a day, up to $750 per pay period. Yeah. So it gives you a little goose if you need it. Yeah, it's, but you're, you're making the money by going to your job and working every day. They're just saying, hey, we can get you that money a little bit sooner than the, than the paycheck arrives. That's exactly right. Now, over three and a half million people are already uh, saying things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability, security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. That's what they're saying. They say it like that? Yeah. They, I would think there'd be a little more uh, excitement. No, these, these are people that, uh, you, you know, when they're giving a testimonial, they're caught off guard. And they're, then, they, they're not comfortable in front of a microphone. Exactly these are right. not professional these broadcasters. Like we are. Yeah, they, they, they sound stilted, but that's real. That's genuine. Thank you. Matt, again, it gives them peace of mind. <laughs> uh, hey, download Earnin today. That is spelled E-A-R-N-I-N. That's in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Never Not Funny under podcast, please. When you sign up, it'll help the show. Let's them know who sent you there who directed you there once again put in never not funny under podcast subject your available earnings location daily max and pay period max c earnin.com slash tos for details earnin is a financial technology company not a bank bank products are issued by evolved bank and trust member fdic earnin it's your money get it now Guys, Shopify is something that's very, very dear and important to me, and you know that. You know that. And Matt, you're laughing because you know that I don't stop talking about Shopify off the air. It's really, it's it's weird. It's like your new obsession. Like, you used to talk about, you know, Journey and Kiss all the time. Now it's just Shopify this, Shopify that. I know, and I, all I can do is apologize, but I'll tell you why. It's because whether you're selling scented soaps or uh, offering outdoor outfits... 
The SSS or the OOO, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, which I learned stands for point of sale, not the other thing that I've been saying. (laughs) Right. That's uh, when you go on and on about Shopify, you you sounded a little foolish because you were raving about and then people would say, well, why why is he talking about POS? Like what? Yeah. They didn't know either, and you didn't know how to tell them. Uh, well, no, because I was on the wrong side of history on that as well. Yeah. But point of sale is what POS stands for when we're talking Shopify. I'm excited because we've set up our own Shopify account to uh, handle our uh, our perks. You know, we were sending out uh, T-shirts and, and yearbooks to our subscribers, and uh, it's so easy. It's great. I get to, you know, assign roles to different people. Like our, our, our web guy, Jeff, is he's an admin in there now, and I, I just it was so easy to set him up. And then I set up our T-shirt guy. He's got an account in there he can log in he can do what he needs to do to get our shipping done it's awesome um i've been kept out of the loop on that uh because um you're kind <laughs> yeah as much as you rave about it you don't want to know about i don't want to know i don't want to know how the sausage is made i just no. want to see the uh, the, the results right that's what i want and, and also i don't know if illegally i can get away with this but it's so easy to shopify well, because Come you were on. off key, I think we're legally safe. I think I was on key for the, what I was doing. <laughs> we all knew what it was. Uh, you know, I'm not doing karaoke to a backing track. <laughs> it was on whatever key I was at. Uh, sign up for $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com slash Pardo. Shopify, a better way to sell. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program. Episode 29, 29, 08. Yep. <sighs> Uh, of our award-winning podcast, uh, Kirsten Vangsnest is here. That's me. Good. Nice to. First of all, all of our jackassery around uh, aside when we first came in, it's wonderful to see you. Oh, it's so nice to be here. And uh, you were supposed to be here a few weeks back, but you went off to Joshua Tree. I know. Who does that when it's that hot? Was it, was it crazy I've hot? never been to Joshua Tree. It's a delight. It is? What makes it a delight? Because to me, it seems like it's Grand like Canyon. Sp- Space. I had never been to Grand Canyon, but it's like space and it's like a choice. You know, people live there. You make a real choice. <laughs> Either you've been there and so you know the whole world. You've made a choice to be there and people have done their things. And it's just so, um, uh, gosh, it, like the the geology and the, the world that is Joshua Tree is like, it's just staring at you. And uh, yeah, we got an Airbnb and, and we went on a on a hike in the in the in the whatnot and saw creatures. What'd you see? What kind of creatures um, did you oh, see? Oh, I saw uh, these little, t- well, first I saw the cactus and uh, my uh, beloved has a has a uh, almost six year old and I would say, oh, they're, they were just dancing. And then she said, no, they, no, they weren't. I was like, no, 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 they were, they were, they were. The they cactuses were, were yes, dancing? Yes, and then I said they were doing the hokey pokey. Get it, get it? Um, <laughs> I'm very, very, very big with the, with the six year old. The six year old um, love that kind of thing. Yeah, but then it turns out there is actually a cactus there that apparently will like, I'm being hyperbolic, but in my mind, what I was told is that it, it 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 shoots out or it stretches out towards you or it shoots its, but I didn't see that one. I just saw regular You're saying cactus. a cactus, as you walk past it, will reach out to maybe snag your dress. Yeah, or like maybe like, Short, ta- like tag itself geologically on your Instagram or something. No, I think what it does <laughs> is it just can sense shade maybe and goes towards it. I don't know. Hmm. But I'm keeping my story because it sounds cooler. And then I saw little uh, like squirrely kind of um, prairie dogish kind mm-hmm. of things mm-hmm. and different kinds of birds. And um, it's oppressively hot, but beautiful in a way that I had never seen. And I live, I've lived in California my whole life. So that was really kind of a, a beautiful thrill to see that. And um, I had a real good, real good sandwich. 
They're real good. Are they known for their sandwiches? Well, they, they, they know how to make a vegetarian sandwich. Yeah, you're a vegetarian. Is, Are you I'm vegan? A, I'm a, okay, if, I, I hate saying I'm vegan. Because you're not. Because there's so many connotations about that. Yeah, I'm not I'm not hardcore. I like vegan food. I eat it most of the time. All but, right. Um, I am also vegetarian because I, I cheese and, uh, <laughs> uh, and, and whipped cream. Um, so, like, yeah, they just sometimes people don't know how to make a good vegetarian sandwich. And they mm-hmm. almost get they get their passive aggressive feelings out being a not vegetarian out on the sandwich. <laughs> OK. And so you're getting good. an angry sandwich sometimes. Yeah. You're getting like a just like here. Mm. What? It's not going to kill you. A I, guess, I guess this is what you want because pastrami somehow evil like they get angry on it but it's nice when someone actually it's thoughtful and it's like anyone would eat that sandwich and it's got the umami and the different you know it's a good sandwich they had a good sandwich there uh, how many days were you there uh oh two which is plenty oh that's all that's you go all you I see that tree you hot. see these creatures there was a, at the airbnb there's something called a cowboy tub which i was not familiar uh, with is that like a like a giant bathtub it's a it's a tin tub outside Oh. And uh, you just fill it with water. And the water was there already when we got there. And there was a weird sort of like at the end of a bubble oily film yeah, on the top. Film. Yep. But I got in it because it was hot <laughs> and uh, enjoyed myself. And um, oh, there were hammocks outside. And you got to see stars. Just the stars. Did there it cool off at else. night at all? I mean, yeah, but it's like 70. It's it's a strange kind of heat, though. You yeah. know what I mean? It's. God, I sound like one of those people. It's a dry heat. It was ju- yeah. it was a dry heat. It was really beautiful, and you see these these structures that are rocks, you know, just sort of like sprouted up all over everywhere. And those Joshua trees themselves, it was something else. Did you see the Milky Way? Yes. Oh, yeah, I'm and you jealous. just you just stare at all that, and it just oh gosh, it it it's so great it's great and depressing and and (laughs) hopeful all at the same time you know what i mean like i'm made of that but i'm just me how how is there a whole universe inside of me but there's this universe up there and i'm insignificant but yet significant you know that that. how how did the six-year-old deal with the significance of being alive gosh when we (laughs) were driving there she went into a, a spiral and was like we have to go we have to and we went camping Maybe about three, four weeks before when she had, right before she uh, went back to school. And uh, and I suddenly realized, poor thing, thought we were camping in Joshua Tree. Because well, so she I hated did, camping. Yeah, well, I think she liked it. First she hated it. Then we saw woodpeckers. And then it was all over. And she also got her own, like, little chair and sleeping bag that looked like a penguin. And she was all in. Um, I bribed her. Like, I got her, like, a, a Barbie camper, like, like, look, it's a mini and you get to have to you have to shepherd her through this. And um, so that made her feel better. But um, when we were on our way uh, to the Joshua Tree, she it hadn't hit her. And I was like, do you think we're going to be outside? Yeah. Like, no, no, no. We're, we're inside in a hotel. No. It, but in a house. Is there a TV? We're fine. Uh, and there was a TV. Yeah. And we watched Amphibia. I don't know what that is. Oh, it's I don't watch a lot of television and my television tastes are strange to be sure. I mean, they consist of like Doctor Who, Ted Lasso. I'm right now just entering the 1981 season of Mr. Rogers again. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's fantastic. You're rewatching I'm Mr. Rogers. Rewatching it. It is fantastic. Let me ask you, I'm going to take you off your Lady Eberly is one of the greatest actors Ever. I I will trust you as a student of the theater. Thank you. <laughs> uh, the documentary about Mr. Rogers and the movie that Tom Hanks starred in as Mr. Rogers as a apparently a fanatic for the man. Uh, did you like either of those movies? Did not watch the Tom Hanks one. I don't need to see someone pretend to be my hero. 
okay. That's a great person, but I just didn't want to see it. I found, like, what if he, I don't know. I did like the documentary. I found it very touching. I'm in the middle of reading a book called uh, Simple, Deep and Simple, written by uh, uh, his, like, spiritual advisor that Mr. Rogers had named Bo Lazoff, which is like this book from the 80s. And it's a little like, like too like goody two shoesy, like, you know, you should eat clean and be nice. But like he worked with like incarcerated people. And, um, and it's, it's just you read that and you're like, yeah, I mean, I think that there's something about Mr. Rogers that's so revolutionary. It's so Mm -hmm. it's like the earnestness is so punk, which I just love i love it so much so yeah so but amphibia is yeah, a what great is show amphibia? amphibia is a show on disney plus uh that third season is about to come out it is amazing i've never i'm not frequented a lot of current cartoons um but it's got like a a through line plot the colors are amazing it's about these girls the main character is this thai girl who gets thrown into this world of frogs and so there's like sandwiches with worms crawling out of them and it's a little like creepy and crawly but it's beautiful and i think i just want to live there the idea that you could step on a mushroom and it would light up um (laughs) is really hot for me um and uh yeah and i'm invested you love this show disney plus Mm -hmm. amphibia amphibia is anybody anybody else seen any of this have you stumbled across this with your children no i have not it sounds like is it is it primarily aimed at six-year-olds Probably. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you're watching it with the I'm watching it with the scroll. I find yeah. it a little like, whoa, that's a little violent. But we just started. Um, I know. I was, on crim- I was on Criminal Minds. And uh, <laughs> it's a little violent for me. Um, and but, but your baseline is Mr. Rogers. So anything, is, that's right. anything that's other right. than that level yeah. of energy. And, he, is- and if he forgets to feed the fish, I am freaking <laughs> out. Like during that. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so th- there's, I'm, but I'm, I'm into Owl House now, which is another Disney show. It's about a, it's about a, a witchcraft kind of thing. Um, Owl yeah, House! I didn't, I didn't get to, yes, I didn't, get to, I didn't get to watch a lot of cartoons growing up. So I uh, your like parents didn't allow it? Parents were uh, elementary school teachers. My father was obsessed with television. My parents didn't get along, so my mom thought anybody who watched television was sort of like an awful person. Okay. Yeah, so my mom will watch Criminal Minds, but she actually, at the time, bought like a tiny black and white TV and would watch it from the hall because she didn't want to see the blood or the violence. So, but she would be like, she'd call me and be like, Linda uh, in the second grade class said uh, you had a lot of lines. In the la- but and now she's she'll the show's been off the air for about three years and she'll still she'll call me and be someone told me that you do some really funny things with a character on the show named uh, uh, Morgan which is like this is something that's like a decade old mm. yeah mom can I see it yeah uh, just go on YouTube well what do I do just type in like Penelope it'll just be there like it'll j- yeah I'm not famous mom I'm really <laughs> really. Yes. And then she's like, I found one. There is one. <laughs> she found the one. Great. Great, Mom. Uh, yeah. So I was. I did not watch a lot of television I growing see. up. And now uh, you, you bring up a point that I, I watched, I want to say 90% of Criminal Minds. I want to say that I watched most you of watched them. You watched way more than me. Uh, well, you lived it. Uh, but I will say this. I don't think I can remember any character's name but yours. And it, maybe I even got that right. Garcia? Is that yeah. right? Yeah, that's I couldn't tell you Mantegna's character name. I couldn't tell you Rossi. that handsome guy on SWAT now. Uh, Morgan. Uh, that's the, uh, uh what, what's Shamar Moore. Yeah. Shamar Moore. You ever see Shamar Moore? I, uh, the name rings a bell. I, I believe I, I never him, yeah. really knew his name and saw him at the same time when I got the job. And I remember I was sitting there and they said, do you know who Shamar Moore is? Cause that's who you're talking to. And I was like, no. And they were like, there was just this pause. And he said, just imagine you're talking to someone 
very, very handsome. And I said, okay. And then they walked away and came back to like more handsome than you've ever seen. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's, he's Rob Lowe pretty. Like he's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. He's, a, he's, he's more be- beautiful in person too. And he smells oh good. Oh, uh, fuck the, him. The now. whole thing. The now, whole I'm thing. Off, now I'm off. Now I'm off. No, he's got all the handsome I'm going to stop watching yeah. SWAT. Sounds like a joke. Is that even still in the air? I don't even it's know. still in the air. It's still in the air. I've not watched Criminal Minds second. might get back on there. I was going to ask you, is there chat of rumor with all these well, reboots? They they accident. I don't know who did it, but we had the most amazing line producer on this show named Harry Bring, and he quite suddenly he was just a, such a good producer. He worked on the X Files. He worked on um, Beverly Hills 90210, All these cool shows, and he very suddenly transitioned to non physical, uh, which is my way of saying he kick the bucket um and i like to think that we carry on in some sort of way that i don't know um so he he left the planet and uh uh and he was right when he did he was kind of a gossip um he would he loved like talking to people on twitter about criminal minds bring loved to gossip oh he loved so much and and then uh right when bring kicked it uh all of a sudden it got leaked in all the trades criminal minds coming back on paramount plus blah 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 which we had been told about but it wasn't like no one was saying anything and i love to think that like he leaked that i don't <laughs> i love this idea because he, he was leaving oh he loved yes yeah. he loved stuff like that like yeah, so much that's awesome and um but but there's it it, it it might happen it might not like it's a weird space right now to live in to be told like uh huh. Hold on. And then you're like, wait, what? Why? Because we all love each other, and it's like a no brainer that all of us would want to, yep. you know, if people aren't doing jobs and things like that. Because it was, it was, the greatest job of my life, hands down. Period. Paragraph. End of story. So, uh, uh, it is weird to be like, I might go back to the thing that I was on forever. That you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. am I, am I Joe mm-hmm. Camel? Like, am I just <laughs> this thing? You know what I mean? But. I'd do it because I, I love it so much. You know, and, and also, you get a couple of bucks, right? Don't you? A couple of bucks. And health insurance. More than I, health insurance and more than I made substitute teaching. That's for sure. Uh, Way more. Which you're not doing anymore. You're not substitute teaching. No, but there is this weird feeling because we've been in this, you know, the pandemic time and then I haven't had this job and it, it, it does feel strange. Like I should go, I should go on to get a job. Like I, I should go work and I've been doing stuff. I'm a member of a, a theater of note and I do things with them and I write and I made a, a YouTube show called Kirsten's Agenda. I made about 40 episodes of that so far. And like, I've been working, but not like, I feel like I right. should go take my skill set, which is basically like substitute teaching or like, I don't know, I worked at Victoria's Secret. I worked at Hoff's Hut. I was a terrible host though. I couldn't do that. But like- I don't know what Hoff's Hut is. It's a like a, it's like a Chili's but where, with more muffins. Where? Where's that? Uh, Long Beach. <laughs> Long Beach. The reason why I say muffins is that I, that's why I got fired. I was smelling the muffin to try to determine if it was an apple raisin or a bran and- and the boss was not having you. They were the not having me smell the muffins. <laughs> but if you saw those muffins, you, there's no way to distinguish between these I two muffins. See that being yeah. A problem, yeah, and um, yeah. So, uh, but I, you feel like I should go work. I should be working. But and, but wouldn't couldn't want to, if I may up uh, the other yet. side of it. You what was that? Twelve seasons of that program. Yeah, you yeah. worked hard. First of all, you worked hard to get the gig. Yeah, you worked hard for those years. Don't you deserve to? You're right, and it's very productivity culture. And I I did I did use that time. Like I I I think I was one of the I was one of the people. There are these people. I dated a lot during the pandemic. I went on a lot of Zoom dates, like a lot. Oh, Zoom dates. A lot. Like a lot. It sounds like a lot. Like a lot. Like it, more than one a day. Oh, hmm. That, yeah, I did that sometimes. During the pandemic. But now you're with this person you went in Airbnb Yeah, I met, I met like my person person. On Zoom. On, on, on wow. 
Tinder. Oh. Now I'm a I'm a married man. Tinder is the one where you just uh, you you get there to bang around. Is that what uh, Tinder is? That that seems to be a lot of what's happening. But I think it's well. I mean, I didn't. I was like, you know, I don't know. The pursuit of primary partnership to me is like it's a sign of my own health. So I was like, ah, okay, I should try to do this. I broken up with someone like a year and some change before and I was like I'm just gonna do this and for me it was the safest because to be a person who's recognizable I could put my use a different name take my glasses off which I basically Clark Kent myself no one really <laughs> recognizes it so so reverse Clark Kent and and then I I just you know said I co-own a distillery which I do I co-own a distillery in Santa Ana so you don't say actress you, you... I, yeah I say that um, and I got to go out with all these different people and watch how it's a personal reflection of myself, like the people that I'm choosing, like what part of me chose them? Like, was it my like 14 year old self? Was it my low self-esteem self? Was it a certain part of my body? Did my brain choose that person? Did my sexual organs choose? Them? And then I, I'm bisexual. So I was like dating like I couldn't even tell from one minute to the other. Like, oh, okay, I'm gonna. And I, I had to make little notes in a book and make and be like, okay. And then I'd notice, like, oh, I'm having a trend where these are just terrible. And then this is slightly better. And 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 then I, I, uh, I really thought I wasn't gonna do anything except learn stuff because it was perfect. It's like 30 minutes, 45 minutes. Have a glass of wine. You only have to get dressed from the waist up, right? You get to see how they choose to present themselves. Is that person taking their laptop and, and putting it under their face so you just see a double chin and like a headboard <laughs> and nothing behind them? Or do you see like they have a bookshelf or, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. you, do you find out that they live in a work shed behind their mom's house and what they chose to drink is a big gulp full of nonfat milk and rum? That's too specific for me to just have made <laughs> yeah. up. Oh, dear. Um, so like that, that kind of a thing. And, How did and, that one go? Oh, that was fascinating. They were a fireman, I think. It's a fireman who lives in a shed out behind his yes, mom and drinks there was milk a and bad, there was a bad divorce. And I am one of those people, I've always been one of these people, that people tell me things. Mm -hmm. um, and so I would just listen, which I think was better. Believe it or not, I can, this is a, I could talk, but I can also just keep it shut. We've seen um, no evidence of that. Yeah, yeah I know, I know. Um, I contain multitudes. Uh, so uh, <laughs> then I, I just, it, it was, yeah, it was, a, it was a short one. It was 30 minutes. He ended up crying. He was oh, telling no. me. Oh, yeah, no, first date? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, he was weeping about the divorce. Yeah, he knew it was going downhill and then just sort of gave up and decided to use it as therapy. Um, and then did you abandon the milk and just go with the alcohol at that point as well? Yeah, I mean, it was a full, he said, I was trying to do a, a white Russian, but I did, it was a whole, oh boy. And then really you have to turn it back on yourself and be like, why did I make that choice? Oh, did I make that choice based on the way that person looked? Did I make that choice? And I rarely would make it on the way a person looked. I'm, I'm sort of demisexual that way and that like I choose the way someone talks or how they structure a sentence or something like that. And I should probably base it more. And the person I'm going with right now is, is incredibly uh, beautiful. And I remember being like, how how, can, how do you look like that? And right, like it's talking complete sentences. I have some sort of hang up that you can't have both. You're not allowed to be both beautiful no, and no, smart. No, 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 no. You have to be, no, no. I've, I've, I've had to work through that. Have you met John Hamm? He's beautiful and smart. I know, I have. It's infuriating. It is.
it is. I got to imagine that's Shamar Moore. Is that did I say it right? Yeah, uh, he's beautiful and smart. He'll, yeah, he's he's deal. yeah he's somebody that you never expect. Certain things come out of his mouth and you don't expect. Them. He has no sense of humor, though, right? No, he does. Damn it! Um, <laughs> he has his own sense of humor. He doesn't. We yeah no. I mean, not in the same he's way. He's unhappy. As you. No, he's okay. Damn it! He's happy, but he he says weird things you'll never expect. Like one time we were I don't know talking about something, and I said I was listening to something on headphones. I was walking by him, and he heard what I was listening to, and he said. I was listening to Tori Amos and he said, Little Earthquakes, it's a dope album. And you're like, what? <laughs> Don't you know? Like right. that kind of a thing. Well, he knows that. He knows yeah, it's a dope that. album. It's true. It well, is. I think we all listen to Little Earthquakes at one point in our life, right? Or he, many Even Shamar Moore. Even Shamar Moore. Uh, and just refresh my memory. Uh, you were there from day one of Criminal Minds. Yes. I, I, are you the only one that was there the entire get-go? Uh, I was on most of the episodes. I was on episode five. Uh, there were other people that... Uh, became, were series regulars before I was, um, but I was in more episodes than anybody else. Mm. So, and I am the, I am the, I have the two lines in the first episode, and then I co-wrote, which was the fifth episode I co-wrote. I co-wrote the series finale, right? And um, I am the last. Garcia is the last person you see, which is not my doing. That was my co-writer Erica wanted to do that, but um, but uh, yeah, I I got a, a it's a testament. I only say this because I want everyone, I want myself to remember that these small moments in life that you think are just, you, you don't even count, uh, could be where everything kind of unravels in, in the way you want it to. Um, I was only supposed to be on the show for those two lines because they hired a man, realized the show was too guy heavy, and then just cast a woman very quickly. And I got sort of thrown in by a, a friend of mine got me the audition that I had done theater with. Uh, and she was she was the lowest casting person on the totem pole, got me the audition. I had those two lines and then they just kept bringing me back. So um, it was a really beautiful trajectory yeah. to kind of watch to be like a co-star and then be like a recurring and then be like a series regular. And and um, yeah, it, it was a neat thing. Well, good for you. And I hope it comes back. Yeah, me too. This morning, before I got here, uh, I was um, crying uh, on my, because uh, I had a I had an audition. So it's a very weird thing to be like, now I like audition. And you audition now at home. Everything, and there's no, nobody's auditioning in person yet. It's very difficult to do that, to expect that someone should be, and I have like stuff, you know what I mean? Like I have like a ring light and a, I, you know, I have a thing that I can, angle my phone on and watch and film whatever my point is i can act but to expect me to be able to do all that other stuff and i think it's just so wildly unfair and classist to expect someone to have good lighting right. to expect someone to have a clear area and all these things and it makes me so mad that i almost sabotage like i find myself being like i'm gonna backlit myself i'm sorry like <laughs> fine like i don't why do you am i gonna get there are you gonna expect me to like hook it all up myself right. so anyway i just so it's a weird thing now to be like i just played a mother whose husband needed to be intubated and like weeping in your for, house is this for a series or a movie it's for gray's anatomy no that's a popular program i know it, but it was like a, it was like a you know it was just like a little scene so i've seen those and i'm like whoa like would i be like the person that then you'd be like that's that girl from uh, ncis you know what i mean like there would be that moment right i would be that yeah it's very, uh, but yeah, I've had a lot of auditions during the pandemic, and I've watched a lot of billboards of shows that I've auditioned and that I am not in. <laughs> um, but it is okay. It's okay. It's uh, it's just it's fascinating to be like, oh, that's how that how that works. That made it sound. When 
you're auditioning via Zoom. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, I, I, we can, I think we all agree auditioning sucks to begin with. It's hard to, uh, to do these, if you're yes. not talented like me, it's difficult. Uh, yeah. So you got to be, but you have to be on, you got to be, you got to be there, you got to be present, you got to be everything, it, uh, which I had Oh, they don't doing do it on the Zoom. Room. They don't do it on Zoom. You record it yourself. Oh, you record it. You're not doing yeah. it. You're not even no, reading with you somebody. Are, you are recording. So like today. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. To, so uh, today I actually called my partner because I didn't have a big I was like, can can you? And they're a veterinarian, but they went to drama school like a long time ago. So <laughs> so they enjoy this idea of like, I'm going to, oh, I'm going to try it. They yeah. try it on a little bit too much. A little too much? I have to be like, tune that down. <laughs> okay. This is about me right yeah. now. Right. Um, Where's the camera also facing that person? Yeah, you try not to. Like, I watch him, and then he does, and it's like, stop it. Um, but uh, yeah, it, you have to do it on. I did not know you, you recorded. To, you I have thought to set it up, and you have to slate yourself, and you know, and it's weird, just like, you know, to have to slate, and like they get to look at your place, and I don't know, right. like, or unless you cl- clean up a section just for them, am I supposed to do that now? Like. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because you're not like, it's not like I'm working for you. It's like I have the potential to work for you. Right. And I, I mean, I'm fine with it. I think I feel for people like that have to do this. Uh, you know, like I'm lucky that like I get to kind of pick and choose. You know what I mean? Like, yes. like you said, like I I get to work and not, um, I can kind of pick what I do and not uh, demand a paycheck from it. You know what I mean? Kind of a thing. And yeah, Anyway. Uh, well, I hope you get it. I, I, hope, I hope you get it. I hope Thanks. the program comes back. I have all of Criminal Minds on DVD. You yeah. do, really? I do. Because I became obsessed with it, and then I bought it on DVD because I think it was on, what was that? You should have told me. Not, I have the DVD. Hold so that give thought. Okay. I didn't know you yet. Uh, <laughs> it, it wasn't me TV. What was it on at night? It was on Ion? Some, it was on Ion. Yes. But then it wasn't on Ion, and so then it was like, well, why would you do that to me? I'm only through epi- uh, season seven, so then I had to buy them on DVD so that I could. Now, do you continue. know, do you have Paramount Plus? Uh, yes. I Do you know if it's on Paramount Plus? I don't know that. No. I'm wondering about this because that's where they want to put Garrett it. Garrett we'll look that up. In, uh, Criminal yeah, Minds find out when, it, when it's on that program. But there's a lot of kids now that are watching it. There was an article in the in the L.A. Times about like there's this whole TikTok group of people that like love us and um, girls um, have formed very uh, intense uh, romance feelings about my fellow uh, lady lady stars uh and and it's really quite something else the revival you know during the election uh stuff mandy patinkin called me this was this time last year you pick up the telephone and there's mandy patinkin i could i could show you a video how often does he call you uh like once a year once a year you get a a call from Mandy. well i actually i take that back it's it had been a while it had even been longer than that but it was halloween night and you know we couldn't do anything at halloween and so i had my a couple of my friends kids and just us and you know distant whatever in the backyard i had pumped taken out the industrial sized uh fog maker and we were handing pretending throwing them candy and uh and mandy patinkin calls me and on facetime with his son and i'm like what? and he said i need you to do i need you to do a criminal mind scene with me can you do it for, with me tomorrow <laughs> and I said, yes and he's like my son's gonna write it and it's gonna be to get out the vote and we're gonna put on tiktok because you know him and his wife do these yeah. amazing right so I was like, okay. And he's like, great. And he's just so up and excited. And we go to do it the next day. And he was so, we went right back into our like roles. Yes, our roles as characters, but almost our roles too as 
you know, all of us, I see it in your eyes. We have a, a Patinkin reverence, yes, right? Yes, of course. And so it's like, it's like, oh, the, the, the deer is in the woods. Be very still and do it at once. And, and, <laughs> and we're, I have the script and he's like, he's like, I need to run lines. Run, run them with me, Kirsten. Run them. Okay. Okay. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And he does not, he does not, lines are meaningless to him. He just wants to see the <laughs> words there, but he has better things to say and he's doing it, but I'm yet supposed to say my line, but I got to hear what he's saying and then adjust what I'm saying. Right. And if he likes what you're saying, he's going to now adjust what he's saying. So he's like, and he's doing the, he's rubbing his, you know, and he rubs his hands. Mm -hmm. I think the juice, the acting juice is in the palm of the hand for Gideon <laughs> and he's rubbing his hand and he's doing, and I'm getting all hot under the collar because it's just such a joy to do it with him. And uh, I'm sitting like in my back, like again with the lights up, but for him, I did it right. And, um, and we shot this little scene for Criminal Minds. We did the music. We did the whole thing. We put it up. And I, I think it might have. I like to think that we, we got out some of the youth vote. I would like to think you did as well. Yeah. Because yes. yeah. we won. We did. Yeah. I'm going to send it to you. I, Unless I, you were trying to get out the vote for Trump. Yeah. But we, Was that we, what you were we probably should let you I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's so on brand. <laughs> right? I mean, there's a lot of vegans that appreciate what yes, Trump has yes, to offer. Yes, yes, yes. A lot of left-handed uh, bisexuals who are really into him. Do you think <laughs> that uh, what he does with his wife, with his son, goading them on is elder abuse? Are you, are you talking about Trump? I, I'm, well, I could I guess very well could have been. <laughs> the answer to that is yes. That's oh, full stop, yes. There's no question. Um, I think what the, what Patinkin's kid does, he gets them oh, all liquored up and then he goes, hey, I'm going to uh, ask you some questions or you look stupid to the world. I do think, you think, no, I think that Mandy, uh, knowing Mandy and knowing what like, and a, sort of an aversion he had towards that kind of technology, social media, and then to watch like, oh, it brings people joy. It brings people, you know, whatever that 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 I think is an example of love the art in yourself and not yourself in the art. Like just like letting it go. And like, that's what I did, you know, because if he did have a problem with it, if it was something offensive, they would stop it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But they they know what they're doing. And I don't I don't I'm now I'm wondering about the word elder. No, I like elder. I think mm -hmm. we need to re I think we need to put new adjectives into the word elder because when i think of elder i think that means decrepit or lack of flexibility or you do why couldn't it be a elder statesman you're right but or, a, or an elder uh porn star but what, I, 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 who's watching that that's a that's quite a jump from other uh, elderly people <laughs> who maybe want to see people in their own bodies their own body type with body diversity being able to use their bodies in a in a pleasurable way I'm not saying saying like just like I'm not saying exploitive elder abuse kind of porn star. All right. I mean like like female directed, well lit, that kind. You're, so you're you're talking elder porn. That's what yeah. you you want to get that moving. Yeah, I'm not saying I want to watch it, but I would throw some money at a group of seniors. I would imagine it's out there who wanted to do that, and I'm not. I don't want to see amateur stuff. I want to see slick, well lit All right. people who care about well, other people's it's, pleasure. It's going to be a little harder to make it slick for those people. I know, <laughs> but that's what lube is for, <laughs> and that would be it. Would be a resounding like like it would give people radical permission to like accept their own bodies, accept where their bodies are at. This already may be out there. You may be uh, talking. I'm about not going to go do a search just because I think that I think we all. I think I would uh, fear it. Because I would think about like, you know, I don't want to think of my, my Aunt Mary Buzaka up in heaven doing that kind of thing. Well, uh, 
nobody's asking you to. Okay. I think you could watch these. You've uh, offered me some ideas, so I. Uh, these fine uh, ladies and gentlemen who are interested in doing it, who have left I, the well, bingo I'm not hall. Going, this is what it is. I'm not going to because I think the point of porn is to inspire the body to want to look at it, and that would not be inspiring. That would not inspire that you. That's what I'm saying. But if it inspires someone, I think it should be there. And I think, I think people, it's there. I honestly, God, I'm I think just, it's there. Well, and I'm glad we're talking about it. We're putting it into the universe because otherwise, if I think elder, I think of like inadequate or um, lost their edge or um, I don't know if that's fair. Also, I stuff. don't know if that's what an elder is. I don't. I think elder. Just I agree with you. Older. I agree it's just with one you. Letter off. <laughs> I agree with you, but I think that everybody does this thing, right? I've heard it. People that are like thirty-five will be like, "Now that I'm old," and then someone who's sixty-seven. Now that I'm old, and and it's said in a way that's like, "Now that I've stopped, now that I've gotten to this particular, mm-hmm. um, you know, preserved and amber age that makes me ineffectual before these other ages." But Madeline Engel says we are all the ages we've ever been, so they're just more ages. Who says that? Madeline Lingle, who wrote The Wrinkle in Time. Okay. I didn't read that. Nor, oh, it's nor, nor did I see the movie. And they talk about it in Ted Lasso. They do, don't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, yeah. You, you, you read it. It's excellent. All right. I, I'm probably not going to, but, well, I, uh, but I appreciate the uh, recommendation. I can tell you that Trump's never read A Wrinkle in Time. So now I have to just so that well, I have I'm just to saying, <laughs> if you want to differentiate but I'm yourself. Also, I'm also not an asshole, so I, I've true. already got that over it's him. True. It's true. It's true. It's um, true. Right, I'm, I guess I'm not. I'd like to think I'm not. No, you're a son. How dare you, sir? How dare you? What happened? How what dare happened? you, what sir? Uh, all right, listen. Uh, let's go around the horn. Oh, I got to give you the, uh, the trivia question. Here oh, we go. Yeah. Oh, okay. Here is the. Here Gosh, is I the, thought I thought that was the part where I was like, "Am I talking too much?" But then I keep forgetting. Like you asked me to be on here. Yeah, <laughs> you're a guest. That's exactly That's the job. All right, I will. Uh, yeah, I'll, you did say I'm going to ask you questions, and you should talk. No, I did. I didn't say that in any way, shape, Sorry. or form. I said I'm probably not going to do that. Oh, oh, oh. And then you took oh. me saying, hey, Kirsten's here. Is like, well, that's probably that question he talked about. And then you just, <laughs> oh, I went, just went on a monologue. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. That's mm-hmm. right. I'm going to do it. Criminal Minds gonna... is on Paramount. Plus. Okay. I've just been it told. Is? Yeah. yeah. Wow. All 15 seasons. All 15 seasons. No idea. I guess 325 episodes. I desperately want to press this button. Go ahead. Oliver's Trivia. All right. Boom. Thank you very much. There's uh, the theme song for this segment. And oh, mask, mask down, mask down. Uh, all right, here we go. This is Oliver's uh, trivia question. Oliver's at school today. Uh, next Monday. Did the kids have next Monday off the 11th? I don't think so. What's the 11th? Indigenous People Day oh. and or Columbus Day, depending on what uh, city it's you It's Indigenous in. People Day. Yeah. Um, all right, here, here we go. Um, uh, uh, TV titles. TV titles. That's like brands of TV? Well... Uh, no, I'm going to guess that if I if I'm going to make a guess here, uh, the show blah 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 was uh, was once called this, or this title is uh, turned out to be what successful show? Or that, a reference to this. That's my guess. That's and my I guess, guess I'm supposed to wager if I know what I'm talking about. You mm-hmm. well, you would wager higher if you know what you're One talking about. 25. Lower if uh, you don't. Um, okay. keep, uh, don't tell us what you're wagering. Though, Got it. I have a feeling that we all think this is going to be easier than it is. That's oh, it's, oh, I that's, do not think that at it all. It does feel like. Well, this is the thing. It's probably not going to be easy, but for me, it's probably going to be easier than, you know, 19th century blimps or whatever the fuck is (laughs) usually coming down the pike. So I got to I got to bet accordingly. Um, Isn't it just Zeppelin? (laughs) Probably. Um, There was a Zeppelin question recently. Tangentially related to Zeppelins. uh, Dirigibles? 
There was, there was the question about uh, pajamas, which involved the... Uh, the we eventually got to Zeppelin's. Oh, I, by the way, I have to forward you an email. Our friend Ted Sullivan sent an oh, email. Got it. Yeah, I, it, oh, you did get that? Yes, I did. Were you able to finish it? Because I'm still in the third paragraph. <laughs> so It so, is the longest email I've ever received in my life. That is a long email. I fully enjoyed it. It actually is very... It, he included pictures, which is... Yeah. A lot of people don't go the extra mile with the email. Yeah, where they, they yeah have visual aids. Visual yeah. aid. But it was. it's a super interesting story. He basically was just responding to that question saying, oh, I, it's one of my favorite uh, points in, in history is the World War One. The Germans were bombing London with Zeppelins. Right. And, uh, and so that's why pajamas became popular because people needed to <gasps> go run outside in the middle of the night. Like in a little tiny suit. Yeah. And so they needed to be wearing something to bed that was presentable when they ran outside. Yeah, that uh, makes sense. They do say that people are healthier if you sleep na- naked, though. Is that, is that something that's that true? That is scientifically I've never, I've never heard that in my life. So, look it up. I can't sleep naked. I'm not comfortable doing it. Oh, I, I can't I, sleep with clothes on. Ever? Ever. Because of this science thing or just... No, I've just, I, I just... I find them oppressive. What if you were getting bombed by a Zeppelin? That's why you put the PJs on the ground. Yeah, but maybe Next you don't have time. You don't have time. You're getting bombed. The bomb's coming. That's what a blanket's for. You go out in a blanket. <laughs> it's a, it's essentially a fancy uh, cape. Like a robe. <laughs> it's a fancy cape. Grab yeah. a robe real quick. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's not I just, uh, I don't, I save all that and I wear uh, some uh, pants. <laughs> I wear a trouser to bed. I'm very comfortable in a t-shirt and boxers. That's no problem to me. Yeah, I'm not. I'll go outside and feed the ferals if it's early enough, just naked. naked. Wait, wait, I will. I'll go in my compound. front yard. I do not, actually. You go to the front yard? I go into the front. I mean, I got a hedge, and I always am like, I can't believe I'm doing And then I'm like, if someone is staring at 5.45 in the morning, that's their problem, I also, not mine. I, you know what I say? Because there, there'll be a time where I'll run out quickly to get something uh, if I need to. I've done this twice in my life. And I think the same thing, too. If everybody sees them so fucking wet. What a thrill. What a thrill for yeah. them to go, holy shit, I just saw the neighbor. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's what, that's, what a, that's what that body looks like. Yes. I just don't want to get bit by a bug. Mm. I think you'll be all right. In those parts. Yeah, right. It's a good part. Good point. Yeah, right. They, bugs are avoiding you because they don't want to get stuck in that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> what are you biting me for? Yeah, it's uh, the... Um, uh, I can't. I can't just wear that either, though. I have to have a um, pants. I have to have a pant or a short on over the underpant, uh, wow. as well as a shirt. Hmm. Wow! And depending on what time of the year it is, a long sleeve shirt or a uh, short sleeve shirt. Wow! I it's a lot sleep. of layers. I like to say, yeah. Do you, I, I don't like cold at night. Do you live in Northern California? <laughs> I live in a uh, cabin up near okay. uh, uh, Lake Placid. Takes like sixteen hours to drive here every day. <laughs> um, all right. Here's your question. Here's the question. Now, Garen, right. get ready because I'm coming to you first. That's her in. All right, Garen Cockles over there is at the Pop Culture Beats Info Desk, sponsored by DogPal.com. Here's your question now. Um, all right, we uh, another uh, eBay thing has just sold while I was oh, here. Great. Um, what was the thing, that, by the way? What was the item on, on for sale that caused so much trouble? I, I don't want to say. Oh, okay. I don't want to. I don't want to say. Right. Uh, but uh, to to that point, remember we just talked about how there's that second chance. Yeah. Second chance just bought. Nice. So the second chance uh, came Happy through. Happy ending. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, here's your question. 1999, mm-hmm. before learning that Fox was launching a new show with the same name, what show was originally going to be called Family Guy? Hmm. 1999. Uh, before I, I'm guessing that, that he cut and pasted this and the word in is missing. In 1999, before learning that Fox was launching a new show with the same name, what show was originally going to be called Family Guy? So we know it wasn't on Fox. In 1999. Boy, that's I don't a... know that for sure. The question doesn't 
Well, why would the same network have two things with the same name? I mean, that's certainly logical. I'm just saying that listening, reading the sentence, you have to make an extra leap to, to make that assumption. You you no. go ahead and pick a Fox show. I'm going to not do no, that. No, I, I think it's very clear that it's not a Fox show. <laughs> not that that helps me at all, by the way. Like, this is a com- com- complete dart throwing a dart at a wall right now I, like that's a weird uh, 99 it's like i don't know turn of the century what was that yeah, i was too busy putting all my money under the mattress you were worried about y2k <laughs> y2k was Absolutely. yeah i was staring you know storing up some cans of beans did you go to the atm that night and take out all your money i didn't yeah because yeah uh, nothing was ever going to happen <laughs> right I was much more concerned. Yep. Nobody is surprised by that information. Well, but not only that, but like when I was in college, I worked at uh, this company called Teledyne Controls, and they were programming things for I don't know airplane software or whatever. But they were they were they had punch cards on a screen, so they weren't actually using punch cards, but the software was still punch cards. And I was like, when I heard about that, I was like, oh yeah, something's going to be fucked up. But Definitely. nothing. But nothing was. Nothing was. I mean, I took out like I don't know six hundred dollars or something in cash just so I'd have something just in case. Absolutely. But you're right. Nothing did happen. But I thought something would happen. I had no money back then, and I remember thinking, if it all goes, you know, everyone goes even and zero, that's a benefit that to me. Helps you up. <laughs> yeah. We all start fresh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It's like the uh, the pilgrims coming over. That's right. You're on the Nina, the Pinta, the Santa Maria. Did I get any of those right? Sounds yeah. right. Sounds right. I haven't said. I probably haven't said that out loud. The only people that lose years. are the indigenous people. Okay. Uh, but we no, they now have a day. <laughs> Um, I don't know how you can still celebrate Columbus Day. Everything we know about Columbus, why I don't understand why he still has a day. Well, we're kind of stuck with all the Columbus-related the worst Italian. What what are we stuck with? We don't. don't, Well, because I mean, there's there's all there's schools called Columbia, and there's cities all all over the country that are Columbus or Columbia or whatever. Like you think, and I don't know this. This first Columbia is based on the Columbus name, the Christopher Columbus name. It used to be there. Used to be some kind of like it was like a World's Fair, but only for the Americas or maybe only for North America. That was called like the Columbia Fair or something like that. And I did a Kirsten's agenda about this. They made Columbus sort of like a big deal as Mm -hmm. a way to sort of placate. The Italians mm-hmm. to be like, look, we're going to celebrate an Italian for you. But of all of the Italians <laughs> that you could pick, Da Vinci, my, you could of, do of half my people, you got to pick him. Like that's a bad. Idea. What is this agenda you keep? This YouTube I, series I have a of YouTube yours. show called Kirsten's Agenda. Tell us agenda. what it is. It's uh, well, the first part was me, you know, like everybody in in pandemic time, and I wanted to do something that sort of uh, sort of presented things. So there was a, a period of time for about two weeks where there was a lot of uh, talk about. Um, there still should be, but about black uh, trans folk uh, and this whole uh, and J.K. Rowling saying stuff and whatever. And so I had uh, one of my friends come on and we just talked and they were they are a, a black trans woman and talked about their parents and talk, sort of like here, because a lot of people from red states uh, who, who voted differently than I do uh, like me a lot. So uh, I, I wanted to try to present things. So we did one about the census. We did. I, I had um, my friend six year old come on and talk about masks because you don't need anyone older than six to explain masks. And he just said, <laughs> it's like a seatbelt. You don't you wear it in case. Um, and and uh, then it morphed into the second season became sort of stuff my therapist taught me. So we talked about the drama triangle, whatever. And I write a song every episode. And now the third season is going to be a, a completely different uh, thing. I'm just like writing. It's basically going to be like a play that I'm going to use different bits of social media to kind of make. I'm, I'm terrified to do it. But I haven't. I, that hasn't started yet. Okay. But that's what it is. You can find it on on the YouTube. Wonderful. And, and give it the full name again. Kirsten's agenda. Kirsten's agenda. It's my agenda. Yeah, great. Is it? Love it. 
Thanks. I don't know if I agree with that six-year-old, to be honest with you. <laughs> you don't? Of course I do. Oh, okay. My body, my choice. <laughs> How about fucking Ted Cruz, that fucking moron, uh, using that hashtag? You saw that? Oh, he, he did? Uh, uh, he, was, he, he tweeted out that he stands behind the, the NBA players that won't get the vaccine. I stand behind so-and-so. I stand behind so-and-so. I stand behind so-and-so. Hashtag, your body, your choice. Like, you just voted against abortion you fucking asshole they're, tr- they're just trolls that's all that is the, the, they just love it they, they can't nothing gets them hotter than than me than like i'm gonna use your words against you yeah. even though i don't understand any of this yeah. dumb dumb human being i don't Although understand they say he's the smartest man in washington i know i recognize that they do they do they say that uh, he's the smartest guy there that's he's, what, he's the least liked and yet he still has his job <laughs> so yeah. that's that's some proof of that um, I think he loses his next election. That's my prediction. I think he, he was, was close so close time, to losing. Yeah, I think like he. I think yeah, Texas the, is going that way, and he, I think he loses. I hope you're right. Of course yeah. you do, Garen. It'd be weird if you didn't hope I'm right. <laughs> because I, in my heart of hearts, think we're losing everything in 2022. I don't think that's the case. Yeah, I think we're fucked. I'm I think. I, I think the ladies will uh, will uprise and, and help with the election. That's what I think will happen. At least I hope so. Agreed. Right? I think. I think we're always on a teeter totter, and the idea that you know, one side or the other side, it's like we're always in this influx. And I always think the thing we need to be the most careful about is the moderate, right? You always want to be careful when you're in the middle because if someone agrees, there was like some songwriter who said, if if I'm going to be a little more liberal if it's something I don't care about, I'm going to be a little more conservative if it's something that hurts me. And you always want to be careful about that. And I feel like all of us just need to move a little bit more into the direction of like abundance economy. Like there's plenty for everybody. Mm -hmm. Calm down. Deal, deal with all that monsters on your insides instead of um, pointing out how proud you are of uh, basketball players not getting science into right. their arm. <laughs> <sighs> this thing would be over. We'd be Portugal. We'd be Portugal right now if we ever, if everybody would just wear a mask and get their shot. Mm-hmm. He supports uh, Free Britney, though. Ted Cruz does? Mm-hmm. Well, he's always right about that. You know, even a broken clock is right doing some things. <laughs> what, uh, Garen, uh, what, uh, over the, you're wearing your Halloween shirt. Uh, there was a uh, Danielle and I, and we uh, we went separate. We actually drove together, but went separately. Oliver and I sat separately. Then uh, Danielle Canning and Christine Kimmel. Uh, we went to the Hollywood Bowl on Friday and saw Hall and Oates. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I, I saw them the last time they were here. They're wonderful. They're wonderful. They're wonderful. They're, yeah. they're, the second that they come out and they uh, they open with Maneater, you're full of joy. The second it starts, you're full Oates of joy. Surprises you. When I went to go see, Hall was having a hard time getting up in the notes, and Oates was there. I don't, by the way, uh, I think Daryl Hall still has a terrific voice, but it is very clearly a 75-year-old version of that. That's true. Which, by the way, is still a better fucking voice than 90% of the people that oh, live on sure. this planet. for sure. Uh, but yes, I've, see, I've seen them probably a, a, maybe a dozen times. I was in a musical of his. A what, reading of what a musical. What do you mean by that? Yeah, he wrote a musical that he, it was basically like a bunch of people getting together for their high school reunion, and it was like, I wonder if he's going to kiss me. Do 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 do. Like it just went right into the. It was all like of a jukebox songs. musical. Exactly. With, um, oh, so I was in the I was in the reading of it. This is like I don't know, like a decade ago. It was it, ooh, early into into crime. I um, and I had just gotten it from like theater things. But he would be there, and it would be like, you know, your inside kid self was like, wow, like, yes. and you're you're hearing the songs you're all singing, and like. I had the, you know, the record and like, I, you know how you memorize the song based on the skip in the record that it had. So I, I couldn't get this one part. So I'm like, damn it, this, my album didn't have it. <laughs> the record um, ruined it. Yeah, but it was, it was really exciting. But I, I loved that, that concert. And I heard about the demise that happened to you when you, oh no, what? that was a different concert. What, which one, what demise? No, I'm thinking about the episode I just listened. You, how did this Hollywood Bowl experience go? Cause I just listened to a, one of these podcasts and you had another Hollywood Bowl experience that was Unsavory. I don't remember which one. Uh, was July seventh. 
You had a cool in the gang experience. You and Danielle had some drunks behind you. Yeah. Oh, we had the drunks. How was this one? Um, you know what? There was a lot. I'll say this. There was a lot of uh, privileged 30-something white people mm. that uh, just got on our nerves. Uh, but they were... I think they were just trying to have a good time, but uh, I don't want you doing it standing in the aisle in front of me. That's right, because they saw 100 Days of Summer, and they know that one song. Yeah, I was just right? thinking that same yeah. thing. <laughs> Assholes yes. saw 500 Days of Summer, and yeah. they're all notes yeah. yeah, it's... Uh, and they don't know that the live version of Wait For Me is really their greatest song. Wait For opinion. Me! It's the greatest one. Uh, it was... Uh, for the most part, though, everybody had their mask on around us, and uh, it was uh, we felt very... But the whole reason I bring this up, us going, is... Uh, here's what happened, by the way. Danielle and Christine Kimmel were going, and I said to Oliver, I go, you know what, why don't we go see this thing too? I'll look on StubHub. We got some really good tickets for cheap price. And uh, so we all, we drove together and then went our separate ways and then met back up after the show and drove home. Nice. Uh, it was nice not to have the old ball and chain. With you. <laughs> <laughs> Couple of guys. Uh, true or false? Oliver fell asleep during the show. True or false? True. Uh, he will say false, but it is true. <laughs> he, uh, uh, you know what, by the time, it's 10, 15 at night. Yeah. He's in bed usually by then. He's asleep. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I don't fault him, no. but uh, you know he, he's like that. I was never asleep. It was very clear he was asleep. <laughs> I took a photograph actually. I took a photograph <laughs> of him sleeping. Um, uh, but it was fun. It was always uh, uh, you'd go to there. And, uh, that said, the popcorn sucks. Um, Garrett, Food there is good. Suzanne Gowen and Carolyn Stein curate the. I don't know who curates there. it, but you need to talk <laughs> to them about some... the popcorn okay, because the popcorn was atrocious. I'll talk to them. I don't think they make the popcorn. Uh, they need to get a new vendor because their popcorn is. I'll say the worst. In California. They make good food there and they have good wine there. And I, they do a lot of cool charity stuff, those two women. All right. They're, that's all. Uh, thank you very much. I will <laughs> say that my turkey sandwich was terrific. Uh, See, they great. probably made that. Uh, Did you make that at home and bring it? No, I, I'm not. I, I'm a weirdo uh, that I will not do that. I will I will buy whatever they offer mm. me. Uh, even if that means I spend $40 right. instead of 3 That's right. The lines, though. God. Well, dude, uh, not everybody is on board using the uh, mobile app. Uh, oh so if you use boy. the mobile app, you walk right up to the mobile okay. pickup lane and they'll go, what's your name? Uh, uh, Jim Pardo. Here you go. Thank you for that tip because I'm going tomorrow night. It is oh. uh, everybody else. There's You're lines. seeing Alanis Morissette. Yeah. I think I might see Alanis Morissette. My wife will also garbage. be Garbage. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Liz Fair was supposed to be there, but she's, what? she canceled. Yeah, she's out. Now you got cat power. Oh, is that who's? Oh. I didn't yeah. know that. You got cat power, wow. uh, garbage, and uh, Alanis Morissette. Wow. Which I find to be a little ironic. <laughs> oh, Come on, no. don't you think? Oh, Just boy. a little bit? Uh, Garen, the whole reason I bring up the bowl is we walked from uh, Hollywood and Highland to the Hollywood Bowl. Uh, and in passing that, we passed that uh, VFW Hall or whatever it is that shows movies. Mm-hmm. And they were showing Halloween Kills, the brand new Halloween. All people in line wearing shirts like yours. I got a little jealous that I wasn't uh, uh, part of this. Were you there? Let me tell you what happened. Here we go. <laughs> Garen finally has a story. Guys, got a story. It's been weak on stories lately. Friday night, I had tickets to see Hamilton. So you went to see Hamilton. So as we were leaving, I got tweeted, hey, I've got two tickets to see Halloween Kills tonight. Oh, no. Do you want to go? Couldn't go. I, I, I agonized over it for about 20 minutes. Because you've already seen Hamilton. Right. But these seats for Hamilton were incredible. Now, let me ask you a question. Now, we've spoken before that I've said it appears from the website. Now is the time to see Hamilton. Ticket prices are low and nobody's going. My friend Mercedes is the stage manager. Of the and is she show. saying uh, it's fairly empty? I Yes. I just went and looked up tickets and it is fairly empty. She said, though, it's a good idea to get seats in the mezzanine. 
Um, why did you say How that? Come? Because you can see stuff. You can see more. Yeah, you can see the turn te- turning. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, was it fairly empty? Uh, it was decently full. Oh, it was decently interesting. Well, it was Friday night, so maybe that's why it was a little mm. bit more. Yeah, going to Tuesday. Maybe late. last minute people getting. Yeah, yeah, but they're very. They're checking vaccines. They're it's mask, mask, mask. So I felt very safe. Right. Um, we were so close. I could hear their shoes squeaking on the stage. Wow. Wow. Which was a very, it was like those videos, you know, how they cut all the sound out. <laughs> yeah. the, it was like that, which was very weird. And my friend who I took, who she's never seen it before, did not hear that and, uh, until we went to intermission. I was like, it's so weird. I oh, can hear oh. this. You ruined, you ruined <laughs> this. Second act? heard it the entire time afterwards. What were you in the first row? We were in the fifth row. Very close. Row E. Were you, I'm, I'm about to go see it. Were you on the center? Center. Oh. Row E. Yeah. So Damn. they were basically locking eyes. I got to convince Oliver and Danielle to go. Oh, it's you have like, to. It's good. But we've seen, I've seen it. It doesn't today. matter. I know. But I, I got to go now that it's it's empty and you mm-hmm. feel like it's special again. Mm-hmm. Got to take advantage. Halloween night, $49 tickets for apparently every seat. Well, I'm not going to do that because then that's going to be the night that's jammed with people. I'll I don't spend, know if they've announced I'll, it I'll spend $98 and sit in my own row. Thank you. Yeah, that makes sense, too. Yeah. Yeah. Airline style. <laughs> Airline style. <laughs> You're damn right. Stretch out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, red, uh, red Eye on Southwest <laughs> in 1997 style. Uh, Garen, what, uh, do you have a guess on this thing? Uh, uh, I do have a guess. I'll, you know what, Garen? Before you give me your guess, let's take another break. Then I'll go around and get everybody's guesses. Okay. Uh, uh, Kirsten Vangsness is here. Uh, we'll get everybody's answers and uh, close this thing up right after this. Hey guys, Matt here with some dates for you. Kirsten Vangsness is on Twitter at Vangsness. She's also on Instagram at Kirsten Vangsness. Vangsness is V A N G S N E S S. Check out her YouTube show. It's called uh, Kirsten's Agenda. Sounds cool. You'll hear her talk about it on this episode if you haven't already. Um, and uh, keep your fingers crossed for more Criminal Minds. Could be coming back. Uh, in the meantime, you can watch 15 seasons of it over there on Paramount Plus always available to you with a, an account. I have that uh, service because I watch soccer on there, so uh, I'm going to check it out myself. Uh, Jimmy Pardo, you can check him out at Flappers uh, in the Zoom Room, October 15th, 7 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, that is one of those shows where you get the ticket at flapperscomedy.com. You get the link to log into Zoom so you can be anywhere in the world and you can enjoy Jimmy's comedy, even uh, be a part of some crowd work or request a bit and uh, all that fun stuff. So just go to flapperscomedy.com again for tickets to that. And don't forget to subscribe to the brand new Misfit Toys podcast, How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. That is Danielle Koenig's new podcast. You know her from our show and Jimmy's life. She's hilarious. The show is hilarious. Uh, I can't wait for you guys to hear it. If you haven't done so yet, subscribe wherever you get podcasts and enjoy. Hey, hiring's hard. So hard. So ZipRecruiter's there to make it easy. So easy. That a boy, Matt. You did exactly what I was hoping for. We don't plan these folks. We don't script these out. We we sit down. We go, uh, hey, let's do a ZipRecruiter ad. And then I, I just say something and then Matt responds. And it's very, very never enough, funny Very brand. organic. Uh, very organic. We both turn into James Austin Johnson <laughs> doing Trump. Very organic. They're talking about organic. <laughs> Hey, see why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. That's 24 hours. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. Go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Once again, that is ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Look, we haven't had to hire anybody in a long time, but I know there's people out there that have a small business and they do. Yes, 
And uh, look, I don't want to do that job. If you wanted to work, you would go work uh, as a headhunter if you cared, if you enjoyed hiring people for, you know, if that was your your passion. It's not mine. No, it's, I don't, it's not mine either. So my passion's the opera. <laughs> Obviously, we all know that. Okay, just want to make from, sure. From longtime listeners know that you love the I opera. I want to make sure that everybody's reminded of it. So just leave it to the professionals at ZipRecruiter. Let them do it. Let their technology help you so that you don't have to waste your time finding great candidates. That's exactly right. By the way, we have tickets for the opera coming up. I'm going to hire somebody to go in my place. <laughs> uh, that is my passion. My passion for the opera is to avoid it. Yeah. Uh, ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Z-I-P-R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. Uh, listen, this is you. You know this, uh, Belknap and and Hochberg and myself. We love the Factor meals. In fact, Garen Cockrell's gotten on board with the Factor recently. Yeah, he's into it. I we, mean, who wouldn't like it? And once you try it, you go, "Hey, this is good stuff." Once you Factor, you can't go back there. Yeah, it's like that old Yo Gabba Gabba song. Try it, you'll like it. I never was on board with Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> And nothing has changed as I've gotten older. Yeah, in the, in I, I the imagine, sixteen years since I've watched it, I've not gotten on board. I imagine it do, doesn't age well. It was very of the moment and very. I think it was hipster. very of the pre-me. Like I think it was hipster even prior to me. What? Like before I had a kid. It, oh yeah, it, it sure. was prior to Oliver's. Where I don't, I don't know if it's even still around. I hope not. We don't have time to talk about it. <laughs> what's no, going on? With we're here to talk about Factor. Yeah. Although you know what. Pop a factor into the microwave. Two minutes later, this baby's ready. Uh, you sit down, watch some Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> sure. Enjoy your factor. Yeah. Right? Get in there. Get the wiggles out. That's somebody else, right? No, that, oh, no that's them. Get your sillies out. Get your sillies out. Yeah. Wiggles are another kid's thing. Yeah. And those guys, I got no, I got no truck with those guys. Good. Uh, they've got over 35 different meals, more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. Various different, you know, look, if you want chicken, they got chicken. You want a beef thing, they got beef thing. You want to bump up to a to a gourmet meal, they got mm. filet mignon. Mm. They've got, uh, they, they had lobster the other day. Oh, my God. Oh, they got all this, all sorts of things over that. there. They got delicious things over there. Head to factormeals.com slash pardo50. Use code pardo50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That is code PARDO50 at factormeals.com slash PARDO50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factor, good food, fast. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program. 28, nope, 2908. Episode number, uh, welcome back in. Uh, there is something going on upstairs yep. today, which uh, mm-hmm. is, is is today a holiday for preschool kids? Really? <laughs> it sounds like a, a child running around, yeah. and that never is the case. It's never happened. It's a ruckus. It could be one of those situations where a fortune was read and they became young. Oh. And now they have to go to their job. A 13 going on 30 situation. Uh-huh, uh-huh, oh. maybe. Is that Jennifer Garner? That's, That's right. That was. That's right. Remember Jennifer there was Garner, the competing ones in the 80s? It was uh, Cam- uh, Kirk Cameron and Dudley Moore. And vice versa. And... And big, right? Wasn't that the other well, one? No, there were three. Was, and Fred Savage. It was like father, right. like son. Which is which one? That's, that's Kirk. That's, that's Kirk. Kirk. Kirk that's Cameron. Kirk Cameron. Yeah. And uh, who's yeah. The, Dudley Moore? Dudley Moore. Yeah. And then there's vice versa, which is Fred Savage. And, and, and uh, don't say it. Give me the initials. Uh, I think it's GB, right? It's no. Gutenberg. No. No, it's not J- Gutenberg. I think it's JR. It's Judge oh, Reinhold. Judge Reinhold. It's Judge oh, Reinhold. Oh. Yeah. And then yeah. so then the 18 again. That's the one I was thinking with, of. That was with. Yeah, that was, that's George Burns, and I don't know who. Uh, the, and Wait, then, is that one Kirk Cameron? No, 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 no. Like father, like fun. Not, like not John Denver, because that was oh god. That's oh god. Which is a great god. movie too. It is. But then big, yeah, big kind of came in and was like the good one. <laughs> but you know, the one with Dudley Moore and Kirk Cameron's pretty good. I like that one too. Yeah. I, in fact, I I'm just, I liked it better than Big at the time. Anyway, I love. I, for some reason, I'm obsessed with the last scene in that movie where um, they somehow throw the curse onto the bully and his dad. Yeah. 
Yeah. And so, and then his dad's like a really old guy, like could be his grandpa, but it's just, a, they just cast an older guy for no, no abuse. We're not. A, a, yeah, I, I hear you. <laughs> I get it. But, uh, but like, so when it happens, the way they reveal that it happens is like the kid says something daddish and then the old man goes, no, dickhead. And you're like, oh, he's the kid now because yeah. he's a dickhead. And it's just so it's, a, it's such a funny, memorable line reading that I. I is that actor famous? Were they thinking possibly second movie? <laughs> that would have been great. No, I don't think so. I don't know who it was. Uh, maybe, but I don't I don't I'm picturing him and he doesn't look familiar in my I watched mind. a Matlock last night. Yeah. Uh, you're never going to guess who was in the Matlock. You're never going to guess. I'll just tell you. Marsha Hunt. Oh, wow. Yeah. Marsha Hunt. Wow. Was in this uh, episode of Matlock. Did she have any chestnut soup? She did not, but she was not happy with Matlock. Marsha Hunt's like a, a this actually well, you probably have met Marsha Hunt might, at one of Judy's functions. Yeah, she's friends with with uh, Jimmy's mother in law, and uh, is she still alive? She's yes. still with us. Okay. I think she's one hundred years old. <gasps> she was in the movies in the thirties. Oh, um, and she's a very uh, woman's right activist, and she. Um, Whenever any any function that she would show up, there was some petition that we had to sign. <laughs> oh, I, love it. Um, I once she, I was yeah. in a like uh, what's that Hamburger Mary's? You remember you know that place? It's like a there, there's one yes. in Palm oh, Springs. Yes, I'm quite familiar with. Yeah, that. so I was at Hamburger Mary's in Palm Springs once, and I looked over my shoulder, and there was a movie poster with Marsha Hunt on it. Uh, this is like we had just found out you had just had Thanksgiving with her. Yes, and I was like, oh my god, Marsha Hunt! But what was Jimmy? Tell her the famous line. So you're at you're at Thanksgiving dinner. We're at Thanksgiving. Uh, it's seen around the table you know judy brings it all yes uh, uh people all that things. don't have other i, I know about it i know about it i always get the email so she uh <laughs> we're there and and so out comes the soup and it was chestnut soup and everybody's eating it and trying to decide do we like chestnut <laughs> soup or not and she went chestnut soup whoever heard of such a thing <laughs> <laughs> and we thought it was the greatest thing ever happened at yes. thanksgiving in that yes, in is. that 30s actresses uh, actress delivery yes yes uh, unnecessary drama about uh, soup fantastic uh, oh I love it. Just delicious. Uh, anyway, she was fact, in, of course, of course, Judy made chestnut soup. Uh, yes, of course. Of course. <laughs> um, I know that Mr. Pardo didn't care for it. I'm not a fan of the chestnut soup. I yeah. did not follow in Marshall Hunt's footsteps. Um, uh, and so, therefore, I refused to sign the petition. <laughs> well, I know. Although I think that Judy and this Marsha should have their own podcast. Um, that would wow. be amazing. It would be wonderful. Again, Judy knows something about everything. Yes. me. Oh, and, and if, for people who don't know me and uh, Judy Levitt, your amazing mother-in-law are in the same theater company. Yes. Theater of Note. So you see, here's the truth, though. You see a side of her that we probably never see. I've seen your mother-in-law do a, uh, gosh, 25-minute monologue about glory holes. <laughs> what? And I don't. Oh no! I've seen, no, I've seen that. You saw that. <laughs> that, <laughs> that happened right after. You. Uh, could you stop talking about chestnut soup, Marsha? I've got my monologue. And so then Thanksgiving was. And now Judy. Yes. Uh, I have not seen that. Yeah. No. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I've been. I've been on uh, stage with her many a time, and we did it. We did a play where she was supposed to have a stroke. She had had a stroke and lost her memory. And sometimes she would forget her lines, like all of us do when you're on stage. And oh my gosh, normal person forgets their lines, and you can tell, like, oh, they forget. She forgets her lines, and you're more interested. I mean, she's got the Mandy Patinkin effect. You're like, what are you going to say? Mm -hmm. She's riveting. Um, and and she has a lot of props in her garage. If we talk about the lots of you here, yeah, yeah. I think about it almost daily. Uh, the place to go if you need a rehearsal skirt. Yep. <laughs> or a fake corn on the cob. <laughs> <laughs> Let me check the garage. Sure enough. Well, I've got this one, which is a, a half husk. Who she literally the... one time brought in a bag of fake food, like a turkey, and a, like a, the whole thing. 
and we used it in the show like we had no need no who's bringing in a cooked turkey into right. the, nope, but we, we used it she's the best she is the best uh, all right, Garen, give us your answer on this. Let me refresh your memory. Uh, in 1999, what show uh, did something? Uh, let me find it. Uh, 99, before learning that Fox was launching a new show with the same name, what show was originally going to be called Family Guy? Uh, I, I have a guess that I'm, I, I, I like. I don't know if the timing is correct, but mm-hmm. I'm going with Everybody Loves Raymond. Everybody <gasps> Loves Raymond. Interesting guess. I don't know if the timing is right on that either. But I think it's a fine guess. Yeah. Um, I, I, by the way, I did not know Family Guy's been on for 21 years. Is that... Uh, or at least 20. 20. Has Family Guy been on for 20 years? Sure. Maybe. Yeah. Wow. Well, it went off for a while. People like shows... It did go off, rewrite. People like shows where people don't age. And that's one of them. That's yeah. handy for mm-hmm. yeah, animated. Yeah. Oliver, Oliver and I talked about Family Guy just the other day because I, I think in the top... I don't, I, I'm not a big fan of animation. Uh, but in the top five hardest I've ever laughed in my life was at the Family Guy where uh, uh, Brian uh, Stewie's beating up Brian because he owes him money. And he just kick, he just beats him to bloody into a bloody pulp, and it's the where I want my money, man. I want my and it's just hysterical. And it so. is worth finding. Uh, the dog does an explanation of uh, COVID. Yes, vaccines. it's wonderful. Oh, it's amazing. Yes, yeah, worth worth taking the dive to find. Um, and then you could uh, since there, then uh, YouTube will also recommend uh, uh, Seth MacFarlane singing torch songs for you. Mm-hmm. Sure, great. Sure. Uh, so it's win-win. So it serves a yeah. dual purpose. You yeah. get to see this funny thing, and then you also get those door songs. <laughs> then you get to come down. That's the soundtrack for the elder yeah. elder porn. Sad uh, <laughs> McFarlane. You know what? Uh, then I'm not going to search for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to look it up. Yeah, but. Uh, let's check in with the paranoid check. He's back to Hello. the video village. That's Elliot Hoper from Palms, California. Mm-hmm, uh, have the uh, I, I, I don't know why I give a shit, but I do. Have the new washer and dryers come in? Yes, they have. Kirsten, what you do, Kirsten, what you don't know is that he is the manager of an apartment complex in Palms. It's true. And they've got some new high-tech washer and dryers mm-hmm. being installed oh, that I, are app-based. I yep. go to Palms all the time. Oh, you probably drive yeah. past it. I probably do. Yeah, Bring your laundry next App-based, <laughs> fancy. Yeah. Uh, so I can be in my room seeing uh, mm-hmm. what's happening. Yep. I call apartments rooms. <laughs> uh, how are the tenants responding to these uh, fancy schmancy washer and dryers? So far, so good. There was a little bit of drama because the machines are are powerful, brand new machines. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I first moved into the building, there was a sign in the laundry room that said, "You know, wait three minutes between each washing machine to avoid like overflows or whatever for from the uh, the drainage." Uh, but we discovered after some time that actually we didn't have that problem. We could just go ahead and do it. With these new machines, you cannot. You, they're they're sending water out. If you do them all at the same time, I cannot run two machines at once. You're recommending that I start one up, wait three minutes, then start the next one. So they can go simultaneously. They just need that gap. Okay, uh-huh. right. So um, it's going to flow. Why would three months, three minutes it, be it's, enough? Because the water can't drain out fast enough. Yeah. So right? you got to give it a little bit more time. And we had we had our drainage person come and double check it and the, the people who own the machine said you got yes. a drainage guy yeah we got a drainage guy uh, yep he's good i like him is he is it just a plumber or is he, it, he's or? a plumber but he specializes it's hector drain solutions they're they're Love they're it. good company i'm happy to i'm happy to my boyfriend has a room in palms so i, I oh. feel like he should because his his washers do this I, are they are they new? Are they fresh? No, they're not fresh. Well, it doesn't okay. have to be fresh to have that problem. I, no, no. I, I I was wondering if there's possible that she was that that, that uh, he oh was in the same building. Lives in the same building. No, it's not. It's not. I wish you lived in the future, but his room is not. I'm gonna take this apartment room thing. Uh, I like it. Um, his his room has older ones. Ah, well. Yeah, but he's go. but he's in Palms. Yeah, oh. I like Palms. I do it's too. Nice place. Yeah. I do too. A lot of good stuff. There. I live not too far from Palms. Yeah. Went there, uh, went past it just yesterday. Went and got, uh, Oliver got a haircut. 
Well, oh, right at the, it's Culver City, but right across the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah fair enough. At the uh, the uh, I don't want to give the name, but he got a cut. That was super. Oh, oh, <laughs> gotcha. Don't want to give no the name. I don't Chipotle, like... got it. <laughs> <laughs> he, Chipotle got a, cut. he got a bowl cut. <laughs> um, what? Uh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> uh, do you have a guess on this, or do you have anything else happen in Palms that we need to share with uh, Kirsten? I mean, uh, sure. I have one other thing. Please. So. I'm 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 also on the local neighborhood council. Oh. Wait, when does that end? It seems like you've been on that thing so for years great. now. I have been and and can continue. I mean, I'm not on the board. Do you know wow. that activism in community is at an all time unprecedented low? So the fact that oh. you're doing oh. that brings had, me hope for everybody. We had a we had a good crop of I don't know. There were like 30 people ran for various offices at the oh. last uh, last election. <laughs> um, we have some good folks. I chose not to run for the board because I could still do other things as a volunteer with my experience. You feel you get more done not being on the board. I definitely feel that way. But you're on also, the council, but not the board. I'm on, yes, hmm. I work, I, I, I volunteer for the council at this point, is I think I how, you, how you put it. So um, it's, the answer to your question, Jimmy, is it's never going to end. <laughs> well, I mean, unless I find something else that I'd rather do, you know. Oh, man. I, yeah, you can find, do whatever you want, just find something else to talk about. That. <laughs> well, but here's the thing, here's the reason why I brought it up. So, and I'm going to be very careful, I'm, I'm not going to speak of it in a judgmental way, I will leave that to you. But one of the things that we need to do is when people make public comment, uh, we have to let them do it however they want to. They can swear. They can they can even be mean. We're not allowed to. We just we just listen and th- say thank you. That's, that's all, <laughs> all right. Okay. Uh, there is a gentleman who apparently when he comes into the council meetings and uh, this was in Zoom that this occurred, um, talks as a puppet. Pardon? He comes in and talks as a puppet. He's got he's got two different puppets. I think one was a lamb and one was a goat. You mean he puts a puppet? He's up a to ventriloquist. The uh, I would not say that, <laughs> but he definitely. You can see his lips moving. Yes, but he okay. but he speaks through puppets. And what and and as what a, is as a as like a like a like a affectation or to be entertaining? Is it like a mental need? I I honestly and like I say I'm not I'm not going to judge in any way. Uh, Does it, he feel like he like I can't say this, but Lamb Chop can? I mean, that's certainly possible. It could also be this is just how he chooses to communicate. I, I really honestly don't know. Is I'd it, like you to be judgmental on this <laughs> so that you can give us an answer. Are the puppets making salient points? Like is I would it, is say it, so. There's a little relevant? bit of there's a little bit of poetry to the way that he oh. expresses himself. Wow. So that's so there's some metaphor going on there and so forth. But, but, he, but he's on yes. he's on a topic and yeah. it's it's like if it were him saying it himself, you wouldn't be like, well, that didn't belong. I here. mean, no 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 better or worse than most of our stakeholders. So <laughs> does yes. he argue with the puppets like a ventriloquist would? If you saw, <laughs> come, come on, on now. now, you can't say that. You can't say that. <laughs> I think that people shouldn't be able to go to that building. Come I, on. I I will say that it. Yes, I think he did do that at least at one point. Okay, Wait, so he's talking too. So he's talking as himself, and then the puppets. A little bit, but it's mostly the puppets. Okay. Now, is the lamb the, you know, the, the, I think you said salient one or the, you know, whatever one. And then the goat is like a raging racist. <laughs> uh, not a racist, but I would say that the, 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 the stereotype of, uh, of lamb and goat isn't at play. So the goat's a little more, more aggressive. More wild and so he that. chose these puppets for a reason. I assume so. I mean, you so this guy's—he he may be a genius. It uh, could very well, or be. he could be out of his mind. Are the voices good? Like, are they distinct? No, <laughs> I will be judgmental in that way. I think I'm allowed to. Well, that's, I'm just asking your opinion. Yeah. Did anyone else think the voices were good? <laughs> I mean, so here's the thing: is that obviously we we were confused when this happened, and I was chairing the committee when when the when the fellow came in, and uh, w- but one of the other people on the committee has seen him before. Uh, there was some suggestion by somebody that, oh, this is this person isn't being serious, so we should do something about that. And he was like, no, 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 
you better let this guy talk because he takes this very seriously. Mm. And if you were to stop him, he would exercise his right, which, which stakeholders have, to say, look, I'm coming here to speak. This is how I chose to speak. You are required to let me. So, so uh, you know. Okay. And my, my gut reaction was, I listened to what he was saying, and it did seem a little silly, but at the same time, I was like, no, he's he's on topic. Okay. So He's just using puppets. Yeah. So I wasn't going to stop him. I commend him because I'm he probably, people paid more attention to him than anyone else. It's I like having a hand version of Sasha Fierce. Yep. <laughs> like at your disposal whenever you needed it. I kind of like this idea. Yeah. You'll love it. Yeah. yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. Why aren't you on the council where you are? You, based on your topic of... I am, I, you know, I am on the art and management board of a one theater of note. So I'm basically yep. one of five artistic directors of a theater company that has been in Los Angeles for 30 years. And I, I have meetings there was no once a week. No and I try my best. Back off. Trying my best. Back off. No I am judgment. on the I am on the advisory board of the unusual suspects. I am trying. All right, I'm I think you're doing a great job. I talked I talked to schools. Tomorrow I'm gonna I have to get up early or late. I have to call someone <laughs> in a country in Africa, a young woman for for this other thing that I I do stuff. We know you do. I don't. I I feel like I need to say that out loud because you know you just talk to my inner thing. That's like, why aren't you on the city council mm, if well, you want? My question like, stands. <laughs> I I I have a stack of letters. I asked my friends. I don't know if this is legal, but I asked my friends because I met they were over the other day and I wanted them to sign this letter to Gavin Newsom and I made hard copies and then they all left and I forgot. So I'm gonna sign them with different hands and yeah. pens. I got their permission okay. and then mail them. I mean, I, think I do as long things as you like that. Permission, you're okay. Okay, thanks. Um, and I, but although I don't know if us having an audio proof of this, is, <laughs> yeah, of this yeah, forgery yeah. is this is awkward. Uh, no, no, not going to do it. I, okay, no. I changed my mind. I'm going to drive over to all their houses. That makes more sense. And I'm going to have them sign it. 100%. You know, have, have them run out, sign it, keep run out. Yep. They, they all give you something live, for the day. They live close. I got to go to Palms. I got to go to. Uh, they'll be fine. I think. Well, you know what? Print up another one. Stop by him. Print up another one. Go to your room. I go to his room. I got to say, sorry to go back to Ellie for a sec. I apologize for saying you shouldn't talk about that. That's that's. That's incredible. I, like, that's I, the greatest part. Of, I mean, that's amazing. If, if every I'm going to disagree with you. I, I think every one of his stories that he tells us about the board is worth hearing. They're mostly terrible. But that one. Well, I don't agree with that. Look, look, there's the story and then there's the delivery. And I admit I've got about a 50-50 uh, record. Story's so. always great. Delivery is where we have trouble. Yeah. <laughs> that's part of the joy, though, of doing any kind of community thing. All the art directors in Los Angeles of theaters have been getting together since the pandemic mm. and having these conversations about how we're not accurately representing people in the global majority and how we're not very good anti-racists and all this stuff and you get to be around all these different people when you're yeah. in community like that mm -hmm. and hear incredible things and learn the wrong way to talk to people and the <laughs> right way which is apparently hand puppets and <laughs> i think yeah. we should all go to hand puppets yeah yeah mm -hmm. i mean it it, it it throws you off at first because you don't know because you don't you don't assume the hand puppet is serious yeah you know you assume it's a stunt of some sort. of course agreed and uh and it is stunty but but like i say he was he was on point and i i would say this uh kirsten if no reason to feel obligated to volunteer or whatever, but I think it it is worthwhile and also supportive to just go to the especially the Zoom meetings because you know if I have a you mean on a, on a city council on the on the neighborhood council so on the neighborhood council where, where, sorry where about you happen that. to be that's no, all right um, just because you know we want stakeholders to know what's going on because we want what's them, a stakeholder stakeholder is yeah I'm I'm not comfortable with it it's a, that's somebody that lives in the 
Yeah, so... Well, so you have a stake. Well, do apartment people who have rooms, do they count? Of course. Oh, yeah, and, they're and, okay. So here's the thing. Although you're, I'm the, writing it you're on a my... vegetarian, so is she allowed to be a stakeholder? <laughs> you, but, and, but if I may, ignore that. Is what I'm gonna do first. <laughs> Secondly, you have a piece of paper right in front of you that you can... I know, but I'm going to lose that. And it's the Palm Pilot, and I'm going to go... <laughs> look it up on the Love it. neighborhood council. Uh, I will now side with you that uh, this is... is I, this is getting a little, a little deep. Yeah. But I... I Got to finish the thought, unfortunately. Whenever Robert's Rules of Orders comes up. Oh, oh yeah, no, no. That's, that's totally when my, so my ears want to fold in on that's themselves. That's so sexy. <laughs> oh, so, so everybody understands when you say citizen what that is. A stakeholder is an expansion of that concept where it's you don't have to be you don't have to be a citizen. You you just have to be you have to have some kind of stake. You have to it affects you in some way. And so we have people who have green cards. We even have people who. You know, they're only here for a year or whatever because they're a student and they're... What if you live in the next uh, neighborhood over, but you eat there every week? You go to the restaurant. So when it comes to the meetings, mm-hmm. absolutely, 100%. But not the Vote, voting anymore. Voting. Not the voting anymore. The voting has right. changed with regards to that, so... Okay. All right. Do you have a guess on this? Uh, I don't feel great about it. All right. But as I, as I keep telling you, I'm going to go with my gut. Uh, I put King of Queens. King, King of Queens, Queens. 99. Oh, oh, I don't 99. know if that time works out or not, but... I think King of Queens and Every Loves Raymond are ninety six or ninety seven. Yeah, uh, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't. I don't know. We'll find out together. Yeah, Matt Bellnab, your guess. Yeah, um, I don't know if the timing of this lines up quite right, but I said Everybody Loves Raymond. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I think about that. I think it's ninety six or ninety seven. I agree. But it could be ninety nine. The problem is I couldn't think of another show that would fit the term Family Guy. I did think of Kim, King of Queens, but. Everybody Loves Raymond could very easily be called Family Guy. And you, and you would not... Because uh, it's think, his family. It's yeah. about a guy. It's a guy. And it's his family. So you and Garen both made uh, that choice. I, I I very strongly agree with you that Everybody Loves Raymond started in 80, 97 or 98. I'm trying to remember but, when it premiered, because I, I auditioned for that show a lot. Okay, yeah. uh, Because that's back in those days where I auditioned for things a lot. Yeah. And that was one that I was uh, auditioned for. And then Andy Kindler was on it. And, yes, he was. Uh, so I, but I want to say it's when I first moved here. Uh, it certainly wasn't 95, but it was the thing soon about, after that. Yeah. The thing about that show is I did not watch it at first. I, I deemed it to be like my perception was this is a corny, like like old person's sitcom. And then like maybe it was like during a writer strike. There was nothing new on. I was like, um, my wife and I were like, let's watch. That show was good, phenomenal. Right? Yeah. <laughs> perfectly like cast, perfectly written, like just really funny show that like in the classic sitcom format mm-hmm. which you know anything that's done that well is worth doing what are you doing you're changing your answer everybody loves Raymond <laughs> no based on this not. conversation no I'm not uh, alright what's yours well I have two well pick one ah I think this one is wrong I was gonna I went to write both of them I had three but that one is wrong the imaginary one this is probably wrong okay but it's what I'm gonna say the Bernie Mac show the Bernie. Oh boy, interesting. But that was on Fox, wasn't it? <laughs> then can I say my other one? Yes. Home Improvement. Home Improvement oh, that, is definitely that, before nine. That was earlier. Yeah. It was. What's your third one? Uh, <laughs> oh, the third one is Mike and Molly. <laughs> Mike and Molly's later. That's right? later. Like okay. two thousand four. I don't know. Maybe? Okay. I'm watching the 1980 Mister Rogers. Yes. You guys. <laughs> uh, all right. I'm gonna get my, my guess. Move to adjourn. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, which one are you landing Stakeholder. on? Stakeholder. I'm landing on the Bernie Mac show. Okay. All right, now listen, I'm going to pull Which mine up. goes to my theory, it could still be on Fox. I went with Everybody Loves yeah. Raymond. Oh, boy, we're going to wow. have, if it's a right, three, a three I went with Everybody Loves Raymond. Mm-hmm. But you're a little concerned that the I'm timing, concerned that I was wrong uh, with the timing, but the idea that well, three of us think it. I mean, it's the most obvious show that would be called that. Yeah. But there might be some other show we're just not thinking Let's of. Let's find out together. 
I think there's a lot of shows that we all have forgotten about because they weren't as iconic or long running as Everybody Loves Raymond. I'm going to go with um, uh, to my phone and get the answer. Okay, cool. I may have forgotten what I wanted to say there, <laughs> and I think I saved it very well. Can anyone think of another late '90s family? I'm going to tell you. Can I tell you this? We're all wrong. Really? We're all wrong. Um, I will. I will give you the answer. I will give you the explanation, and then give you the answer. Okay. Uh, they wanted to lean into the family element and in the style of wise guys and good fella kind of titles. Oh, they thought the of Sopran- Family Guy, but had to change oh, it. The Sopranos. Sopran- the Sopranos. The Sopranos. You know what sucks is I, I've heard that fact before. And once you said it, I was like, yes, I remember hearing that that was. I, I got to say Sopranos That's is a better. That's a paradigm in- shift right there. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So nobody had it. Nope. But Comes what's down to the bets. What's funny is when The Sopranos started, I remember being like, that's such a bad name for that show because Why? because a soprano is a high-pitched singer. It, it evoked something wrong for, in my mind. Like, for you, yeah. I, but then once you start watching, you're like, okay, their name is Soprano. Who cares? Like, you don't care. But just in, my initial reaction to it was, what a weird name for a show about a mob family. I don't think you. I don't think we'd be walking around going, you know what one of the best shows is of all time? <laughs> family, family Guy. guy. <laughs> If it was The Sopranos, but Sopranos somehow it's kind of like sense in that sense. In a similar way, I think the name Goodfellas, my, my literally my favorite movie of all time, is a stupid name for a movie. Um, and a restaurant, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> definitely. Uh, speaking of television, have anybody has anybody watched Ten uh, Year Old Tom yet? No, it's on no. HBO Max, and our friend Todd uh, Glass has a voice on it. Oh, cool! And it's uh, really funny. Oh, he told us about that. I think. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, he was talking about the last time he was here. Uh, yeah, he's. Uh, it's good. Awesome. We watched the first episode last night and enjoyed it. Nice. Um, I don't know if we'll continue because uh, stuff like that comes and goes. Yeah. But uh, uh, what's everybody's bet? I bet uh, 20. 20. Uh, Elliot. Uh, I don't think this season's going to be my season. I bet 25. 25. When, uh, Matt? I also bet 20. I bet 15. Kirsten? Seven. Seven. That the winner. Sir, the winner. So you win five dollars. Nice. Five dollars <laughs> coming to Vangsness. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Is there a song? There's no song for that. No, I don't think so. I think we have a song for the name game, but yeah, not, but not uh, this. Yeah. Uh, all right. Listen. The guest's name was Kirsten Vangsness. Mm-hmm. We enjoyed having you. I enjoyed being so here. So great to see you. Oh, so good to see you too. It was uh, a joy to. Uh, it's always a joy to run into you. Ditto. Uh, what? 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 Oh my! He's doing a liquid. Because oh my! I, apologies. Thank you. Yes, you brought the, you brought a gift of some sort. I did. I did. I co-own a distillery in Santa Ana called the. It's a restaurant and distillery called the Blinking Owl. Um, and during the pandemic, we made a lot of hand sanitizer, <laughs> and I forgot to bring some. But what I did bring is um, little samplers of all the different things we make, and I'm going to give them to you three, um, and or to you to people. I'm going to give them to people. Mm-hmm. To people, um, who, anyone who wants anyone them. Anyone who wants them. Yeah. That's what I meant to say. And um, I'm going to give them to anyone who wants them. And um, and they have a little QR code in them and you can scan it and you can go to our website and see us do all the tastings because we make mm. vodka. We make an orange vodka where we soak like 150 pounds of oranges in the vodka. Uh, we make an aquavit, which is a, a Scandinavian um, spirit that's got cardamom and caraway and dill. It makes mm. a good Bloody Mary. And we make a rye and we make a bourbon and um, we're organic and kind to the earth, kind to the farmers. We're grain to glass. Uh, we mill the stuff there and we make excellent pizza. So if you ever okay. have a reason to go to Santa Ana, um, 
like two blocks away from the train station. So I brought you guys some little little things of, of booze to go Wonderful. home and try. Thank you. Give the name of the place again. The Blinking Owl Distillery. The Blinking Owl the Distillery. Blinking Not to be owl confused distillery. with Owl House, which came up earlier. Yes, right. which is a which is a, a witch a witchy show yeah. on Disney Plus. Owls are by nature a witchy. Is they that are. something we agree on? Mysterious. They can turn their heads all around. I don't trust. They're them. nocturnal. Right. They eat rats. <laughs> right. They swoop down. They they're big time swoopers. Yeah. The owl. The this owl. guy and this one blinks. All by. They all do, though. Yeah, this one, it's, it's, they all do. This is a blinking because back in the day, there was a speakeasy in Santa Ana. Apparently had a mechanical sign. The one eye would open and close oh. on the sign back in the nice. 20s. Boy, do I love that. I like the origin of that name. Yeah. Our place is pretty cool to go to. It's like adult Charlie and the Chocolate Factory because you stare at our still. And so it really does look like that Augustus Gloop machine that you mm-hmm. kind of fell into. And and it's named after our rescue pets, all of which have kicked the bucket now. Oh. So our the name of our still is Sebastian Pe- Penelope Coco for Galicious. But as I like to say, our spirits are, are still is named after our pets, but our spirits don't taste like it. Love it. <laughs> if you go on a tour with me there, these are the things. And you're, you're part owner of this joint. Uh, yeah. Two of my friends, when I was a starving artist, uh, I went to a physical therapy appointment that I could not afford. Uh, ended up talking to the woman, couldn't afford it. was like, I can't come back. I don't have health insurance. And she was like, she was like, didn't you say you wrote a play? I was like, yeah, down the street. And I was living in Orange County at the time. I gave her tickets to the play and she said I could come back. And uh, they came to the play. We became fast friends. And uh, she had this thriving physical therapy thing. I had the fancy day job on Criminal Minds. She wanted to quit doing that. She ended up selling that business to like the biggest hospital in Orange County. We took that money and some of my TV money and we made this really wonderful place to hang out. That's and, great. Yeah, it's, it makes me really happy. The Blinking Owl. The Blinking Owl. Santa Ana, California. It's true. I don't drink, but I may take a sip and spit it out. That's what I, hey, I do it. occasionally will do. They're, they're really interesting things. I, uh, to put in your mouth. And by the way, I should tell you, I do that about two, three hundred times a day. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sober 22 years. But, uh, That's right. Uh, all right. Thank you for being here. My pleasure. Great to see you. And thank you for the uh, for the uh, samples. Yes. And uh, if I fall off the wagon because of this, that's on you. <laughs> that's Jeez. on you. They're, they're, I will not fall off the wagon. You know, when you fall off the wagon, you land on another wagon. <laughs> thank you. It's just an infinite wow. number of wagons. <laughs> it's like the end of uh, the first Men in Black. I've With the never marbles. Seen, never seen oh, any... it's worth watching the whole movie just for the end. All right. I think that the universe, it would be kind of amazing if the universe is the very end of Men in Black. I'll take just watch it. it. Just watch it. All right, it. I will. You got to watch it. All right, Garen. Move to adjourn. Uh, be safe. <laughs> Move to adjourn. <laughs> you keep talking about Robert Schulz of order and now I just want to. <laughs> Move to adjourn. Second. Uh, I uh, will say this. Uh, the White Sox are in the playoffs. Uh, first game is on Thursday. Congrats. Uh, let's go White Sox. Let's uh, yeah. let's do this. I watched 162 games this year. It's uh, Let's get to the playoffs and do this. By the way, Jason Benetti brought me to tears yesterday. They uh, they said goodbye to each other because the season's over, and now the national broadcast teams take over, which I think is the dumbest fucking thing in the world. Oh, wow. They don't even get um, the call for radio. No, they don't. Radio does, yeah. but TV doesn't. Oh, so they don't do radio. They don't simulcast. Uh, no, they're different radio guys. Oh, okay. Um, and so they, they were talking about the season, and then, hey, see you next season. They were saying goodbye to each other and it was really really heartfelt that's such and a bummer that they don't get to it's this. bizarre that why do you have these national people who are not invested in these teams yeah. and don't have the knowledge information that the i guess you would have, have to choose in each case which team's local i here's how I, here's how i answer that home team home, home team. games you get home yeah, team whatever yeah, yeah. home so team home it. team announcers love it uh, anyway Simple. go white Sox. Uh, on behalf of the Pop Culture Beast, there he is over there, Garen Cockrell. Behind Video Village, the Paranoid Check, Elliot Hopper, the Hunter Map Battle, our friend Kirsten Vangsness. I'm Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK 47, gone, not forgotten. 
Love Never Not Funny? For a second episode every week and video of every episode, plus bonus perks, sign up for a Platinum subscription at NeverNotFunny.com. Never Not Funny is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap. Video production by Elliot Hochberg. Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2021 Never Not Funny, LLC. 